You are now listening to Nerd Rage Radio with Bobby Skullface and Adam Russman. This podcast is intended for mature audiences only and may not fit with your sensitive sensibilities. You may be a victim of meaningless outrage or you may, in fact, be a big ninny pants. If this is the case, please feel free to turn it off now. This is no country for ninny meat ninny pants. So crack open the mountain dew. Make sure the cheese doodles are super fresh, or in your mother's basement. It's Nerd Rage Radio. It's gonna suck! <laughs> Welcome back to Nerd Rage Radio, episode 28. Dawn of Uncertainty. <laughs> uh, did you, did you oh, read goodness. it already? Did you read it? Uh, no, I did not. I did okay. not. All right. So I, I think, all right, guys, welcome to the show, and uh, your host, Adam Russman and Bobby Skullface, and of course, we are both nervously awaiting uh, our viewing of Batman Dawn of Justice, uh, about 26 hours away? Yep. One uh, more sleep, my friend. Yeah. Um, and uh, I know we both kind of gone through a roller coaster. I know the early fan reactions were really positive like everybody was tweeting who saw the movie there are some comic book people that saw the movie very positive but then the critic reaction has started to creep in and it's not looking very favorable um a lot of complaints about the movie being not fun um a big complaint i heard was not for children um i don't know if that's bad or good i still me huh Um. I'm good on both of those. Yeah. Um, I've read those complaints as well, and I'm A-OK with those. Okay. My, my, my worries are when I read the complaints too busy, too much going on, lots of noises and sounds. Yeah. Um, well, that's are, the stuff that worries me. One of the things that somebody – I watched a, a, a view, and a guy just he – saw, he saw it twice already, mm. uh, and he was actually going to see it for a third time. One thing that he did say that was important, he said that it was a little bit like – Batman scene, uh, Bruce Wayne scene. I mean, I mean Bruce Wayne scene, Superman scene, Lois Lane scene, Lex scene, Wonder Woman scene, Batman scene, Superman scene. Like you know, like so they kind of all these different parts were kind of inter, um, you know, twining, twining together or whatnot. Interwoven, perhaps? interwoven. There it is. Hmm. Um, twining, intertwining. Jesus Christ! I think that's my, that might be a thing as well. Maybe. Anyway, um, so and he said that at first it was kind of like a lot to keep up with, but on his second viewing, he didn't notice it. It, it felt right. Um, but, like, like, the key things for me, like, and here, here's the problem with you and me talking about this right now. In a way, we're kind of like Superman and Batman. One is forever the optimist, and one is forever the pessimist. Right, <laughs> At right, different right, times. right. <laughs> and whenever, it's, it's like we're, we're quantumly tangled. Whenever one goes the opposite way, the other is sure to follow suit. Um, so, like, I'm still very... I'm I'm still feeling very positive about the positive things that I want. I think the things that people are complaining about is that, you know, is it is it just a movie or is it a movie to end all movies or whatnot? And I you know I don't I don't know if it needs to be that for me. But the stuff that everybody's ranting and raving about, specifically Batman. I mean, I I think hands down, everybody, all the reviews I've seen have said that. Ben Affleck has become the definitive Batman. Ben Affleck and Gal Gadot seem to get praise across the board. Yeah. I mean, 
Like his Batman is perfect. It's the best Batman ever. His Bruce Wayne is perfect. It's the best Bruce Wayne ever. His like public persona Bruce Wayne is the best public persona Bruce Wayne ever. Um, and Alfred's kick ass. And, and like it sounds like every character so far does well. The only oh I haven't only read thing, that. The only thing that I've heard I've heard two different things about Lex. I've heard things about Lex and Cavill. Well, I heard Cavill, the, the complaints I heard about Cavill were the same complaints he got in the first movie, um, but to a lesser extent. And I didn't have a problem with this portrayal in the first movie. I actually think in the first movie there's a lot of subtle acting going on that not everyone is necessarily picking up on that I, is I would a agree. fan. I would agree. Um, I think like one of my favorite scenes in Man of Steel is when the, the, the dude pours the pitcher of beer on his head. Yeah. And if you look in his face, like he's hurt. Oh, yeah. Like, it, it's not anger. It's not immediately anger. It's yeah. not. It's 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 like it's like shit, man. Like, what is wrong with you people? Yeah, I agree. I agree, and and so I I think there's. So so I'm kind of of course I'm reserving judgment to the see, uh, see the movie, and I'm pretty confident I'm gonna love it. Um, I I think I'm so I'm so into the characters. What I've seen thus far, there's been a lot more little sneak peeks of things that I've seen. Well, it should um, also be noted that. When we leave the theater, you and I, you tend to err towards the side—the side of it was good—and I tend to err towards the side it was bad. Yes, yes. Now I will be seeing this movie three days in a row, except for Star Wars. Um, no, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, I think that there's movies that we're both like, oh, this was good. Yes, yes. You know? But I feel like I feel like usually, with the exception of Star Wars, like we'll walk out of it, and if we are going to be polarized on it. You're going to be that it was okay or good, and I'm going to be that it was okay or bad. Yes, yes. But I will say, you did you did when you first saw Star Wars. There were some hangups you had. And, and I, st- I still have those hangups. Yeah, yeah. But I, I do think also with Star Wars, it got better with future viewings. Yeah, and I think it got better with reading the like supplementary material. Yes. But I, I, think, I think that I personally, my views on that is that that's a cop-out. I don't feel like Star Wars should rely on the supplementary material. I think that the supplementary material should only enrich what is in Star Wars. That might be true. That might be true. Um, so it's 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 a difficult it's a difficult road. And 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 actually, you know, Bobby, I hope you're you're tracking the notes. I gotta I gotta turn it off. I still, I'm keeping on getting like little. Dings. Yeah, I got it. I got it. Um, so I think we just start off with Batman Superman, then we'll get on everything else. So all right. So let's go back to the reviews in general. So right now we're looking like it's hovering at like forty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Now I think. Man of Steel was 55? Was it? I think so. Um, what is like, it now? I don't know. I, I'd have to go back and look. But I think, like, you know, fucking um, Deadpool got, like, a 98 or something ridiculous. You know? But, let, um, I tell you what. Let's just continue with this Batman versus Superman stuff, and then we'll get into how was your nerd week and all I, that. I'm kind down. Of I'm down okay. with that. So, like, all right. I want to I want to kind of go for, like, what I need from this film. Right? Okay. I need... A, a development of the the Batman in the new DCU. I need him to be. I need certain aspects of him to be fantastic, which I think that I've I, we've we've seen, like the way he moves, you know, um, how fucking dark he is, uh, the look, the feel of Bruce Wayne. Like, I I almost want to see, and even though this is not a continuation of the Nolan films, uh-huh. in a way, I feel like it kind of like. It uses the Nolan films of kind of a kind of a backdrop where I guess it's safe to say everybody kind of knows Batman's origin story, right? 
but we're picking up an older Batman, and we don't know how Batman ended. You know what I mean? Or if Correct. Batman ended. Like, I know we talked about last week, but I'm like looking at this other stuff. I, I, Man, I, just as a heads up, Man of Steel is at, on the tomato meter, is yeah. at 56%. Okay. On the audience score, it's 76%. Okay. Yeah. Seems right. Mm-hmm. Critics hate superhero movies, man. They really do. They do, but I think they hate DC even more. Yeah, yeah. Because I and like I've read a lot of uh, back to the reviews. A lot of things. I see the statement. It's not fun. Right. And it's like and it's not supposed to be fun. No, it's not. And, and I'm, I don't want it to be fun. Well, I mean, but here's my thing. Like, for somebody to make that statement, I kind of feel like they have no idea. Oh, what they're looking at. Absolutely. And it's almost. And I. And I don't want to go to this because this might. This might preload it. It's almost like somebody who's reading Shakespeare who doesn't understand the context of the Shakespearean literature. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like how it's written. Yeah, you know? <laughs> they're like, like they're like, why do all these characters talk so funny? Yeah, I mean, like, I'm, I'm serious. I mean, it's like if, if I took a modern person who's never heard of Shakespeare through fucking you know Macbeth on their on their plate and had them digest it, they'd be like, what the fuck? Like you need like reference material to sit down and like digest like the math the mathematical precision. That Shakespeare wrote his shit in. You know I agree. I mean? And we're not making the comparison that this is Shakespeare. Yes, of course not. That would be absurd. But right. what I'm saying is that that comic book comic books themselves, as many of you guys know, are their own art form, right? And there's a certain tempo and speed and and suspension of disbel- disbelief that that is associated with enjoying that art form. It's it's like it's like you know writing a haiku. There's there's certain rules of engagement when going to that. And I think that if you're somebody who doesn't have a comic book background, it's hard to appreciate the little things like that Superman scene. I know exactly what you're talking about from the Man of Steel yeah. scene where he said beer, you know, on his head. Yeah. And I mean, there was anger later, but you were absolutely fucking right. Yeah, because you know? a lot of people see that as like when they see that moment, they're like, "Oh shit, he's gonna get it now." Yeah. But that's not what it is. Exactly. exactly. It's it's heartbreak. Yeah, it is. It absolutely is. So you know, I, there there was one like spoilery thing. That I, I did read accidentally, um, but I don't want to reveal it on the podcast. I don't even want to reveal it to you um, because I think like it's one of those things that it, it was it was a spoiler interpretation, right? And so it, it's it's it oh, could so be, it's not a definitive thing. It's, it's like not a, a definitive. It's not a definitive. Like Ray thing. is Luke's daughter. Uh, n- not 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 as open ended as that. You mm. know, it, it's like you choose to believe what you want to believe with the outcome of certain actions. You know, do you believe it's plausible for A to happen, or do you think it's more plausible for B to happen? If you think it's if you think it's plausible for B to happen, you, you might you know you might not even catch it and just fucking keep on chugging along. But if you're if you're stuck focused on the A, that might twist your perception of the film and the character development and what the writers chose to do with that character for the whole movie. You know, so. Just don't dig too far. <laughs> is, can you tell me what characters? No, nope, not gonna do it. Like, all right, do you know the point in time where you told me never to watch fucking um, uh, what is that movie with the Irish guys shooting up the place? Boondock Saints. You told me never to watch Boondock Saints two because it'll ruin Boondock Saints one. Correct. This is one of those moments. No, but I'm saying like you can't be like it. It 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 has to do with Superman. No, I can't even say that. So that would make me believe it, it's a character we haven't seen yet. So that's interesting. Mm, let's go forward with that. So, anywho, um, like I'm hearing, uh, the, the, I want to go to, I want to talk to Lex about Lex for a second because Lex for me is the wild card in this. Absolutely. 
and he um, seems to be a wild card. Like uh, uh, IGN's review is what really like like put me in the oh man because IGN, I mean they're them. I, I get it and all that, but yeah. at the I'm same not, time, I'm actually not a fan of IGN's reviews anymore. They're also I, us. Yeah. Well, I, I, no, I don't agree with that. Like but it's not it's not people that don't know shit. I I, I agree. It, I agree with that. But it's That's like it's the people who four years ago didn't know shit about Guardians of the Galaxy, but now they're like fucking group fans. But um, like I I I, I do believe that about IGN. Like, maybe no. maybe, but like this, you know, Lex Luthor isn't group. You know what I'm saying? I I hear like, you. I hear you. But like. Uh, the way that they describe them as kind of being all over the place and inconsistent and wild and zany, but also brilliant. And that's what I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. That's what's got me really worried. Yeah, but then you have other people who are, who are like, comparing and contrasting him with Heath Leather's Joker. Yeah, but you know what? Like, I, I feel like that's or the Loki. go-to. Or Loki. I feel, like, I feel like that's the go-to, though, Is Loki right? the go-to? No. Not, well, I don't, think he's, I, don't think, I don't think he's the go-to, but I think that he's Marvel's go-to. Yeah, but somebody's saying, you know, like the, the, the quote was his, it's a new take on the character that's somewhere between the madness of Heath, Leather, Heath Ledger's Joker and the connivingness of Loki. See, but I don't want him anywhere near Heath Ledger. Well, I, I, I don't want him anywhere near Heath Ledger's Joker either, but I'm just talking about, you know, how he, the, the acting on the screen. You know what I mean? If, if, it's, if it's well acted and, and like he's doing, all right, here again. Here again, you dropped your mic, all right? No, I got, you know, something I have noticed about getting old, like... Your nuts start to hang a little bit lower? No, 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 they're more. fine, they're fine, they're fine. But the, uh, <laughs> I get that there's this one spot, dude, between my left upper canine and my first molar. Mm-hmm. Every time I eat something, doesn't matter what it is, doesn't matter if it's a slice of cake or a carrot, I get a piece of food stuck between the two. Yeah, like it, it, it's it's like it's it has curious. just happened. It has just started happening within the last year. But it's like I almost have to carry around a permanent toothpick. Um, I, I and I, my wallet actually, I carry around this business card. That's like it's the it's the nicest business card I've ever had. But it's it's on a sturdier stock, <laughs> and I use the corner of it to pick it out of my teeth every fucking time I eat. It's, it's obnoxious. Why don't you just get one of those little like little toothpick floss things? Because I'll tell you why. Um. Wow, we really fucking got der- derailed, but I want to see where this goes. Yeah, because like, okay, so those things, those like, they're, they're like the little hook, like a like a little hook with the line. That, yeah. yeah, yeah. They um, my teeth are actually really compact. Like for the most part, it's just this one spot that 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 is. It, it's not like gappy, but it's like for some reason, it's just like the way that shit is laid out, it gets something in there every time. So like, I I literally can't get that dental floss with the hook thing through my bottom teeth. Like I can't, I can't tight, make girl. the space. It's too tight. You know, my wife says I have little teeth. What do you think about that? Um, I don't know about that. I think they're average. The dentist, hey, I asked, I, I asked the dentist about. Hey, hey, Bobby, it's average. They're proportionate to me. Don't judge them. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of some fucked up shit to say. I'm gonna call her out on that next time I see. Yeah. That. Like how, how dare you? How dare you? Right? Uh, never talk about another man's teeth. Never. Or a man's teeth. Hmm. Never. Whatever. Anyway, never rub another man's rhubarb. But yeah, All I right. just I don't know about Lex, man. I I, I mean, I, I, we'll know shortly, right? But like, there's nothing that I'm reading. There's nothing that I've read that makes me be like, Phew. how big of a Lex fan art do you feel you are? Um, that's an interesting question, isn't it? Um, 
Hmm. I guess it depends on what Lex. Yeah, you right. know, um, I am a huge fan of the smart, calculating, chess-playing businessman Lex. Okay, me too. I like him. Um, I I never really like when I got into comics, the wild zany Lex was kind of already a thing of the past, mm-hmm. and about as wild and zany as he ever got with me was when he started fucking with other supervillains. You know, but it was never over the top. Um, so you, you never, you never, you know, never knew the mad scientist Lex. No, not not in the book form. Yeah, not really. Not that I can think of off the top of my head. You know, like, um, like I love like you know Infinite Crisis Lex. Mm-hmm. You know, like the you know the mistake you made, right? You didn't let the Joker play. Yeah. You know, like the the chess player Lex, the one that yeah. accounts for all angles at all times. The like, evil Batman Lex. Yeah. I feel you. I like um, Lex too. But my thing is, is that is Lex has to be the antithesis of Superman in many ways. Uh, like the, the the like I like the Lex with cancer, like the sick Lex. You know, he's getting by, but he's got this mortality hanging over him. You know, that's kind of fucking him up. Um, but at the same time, he's he is powerful in regards to the control he has over people. You know. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think he's also got to represent the what man can do if he puts his mind to it, but also right. the the hubris. You know what I mean? Because I mean that that's like really the problem. There, there's like this one awesome. Uh, I don't remember which book it is. It might have been like the President Lex time frame, but um, he's got this secret island, and all this secret island is like all these pieces of artwork that. Mankind has thought they lost to time, um, and like the real Venus de Milo and stuff like you know stuff like that, and and it's pretty cool. But anyway, it's out in the middle of nowhere, and it's been hidden from the world. Like no, I don't know what kind of cloaking technology it was, but Superman's looking for Lex, and there's kind of a decoy someplace, and he and he finds him on this island. He's like, I finally figured it out. It's my heartbeat. He's like, you know my heartbeat, um, and you can find me anywhere on the planet. Um, and he's like talking to Lex and something's going on with, I think as a Zod, a form of Zod anyway. Um, so he's, you know, having a conversation with Superman and he's like, well, we'll get going. Cause I'm destroying this Island now that you've defiled it and, and, and been there. Like he just destroyed this Island with this countless, you know, human, you know, pieces of artwork just because that this fucking alien, you know, invaded the Island, which and like shit like that, that Lex does is like, is dope to me. I really, I really enjoy that that version of him. Mm-hmm. But in regards to Jesse Eisenberg one, it's like, you know what? If I look at the Gene Hackman Lex, which I like, even though I realize how goofy and over the top it was, and, and it was it was a Lex of a different era. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And the Kevin Spacey one, unfortunately, tried, paid too much of an, an homage homage to, to that, and I think it failed. Um, I, I don't mind seeing them do something different with Lex. You know what I mean? Like, I don't mind seeing them do different stuff with, with Superman and Batman. I mean, like, I am an Elseworld fan of of parts, and it's funny, and this is kind of a conversation, a topic that I wanted to have with you. Isn't it interesting how the movie versions of the of our characters, even though we realize that they're, like, a different universe in the comic books, even though, like, even in canon, sometimes the comic books will, like, go to those movie universes, we still want them as fucking close as it can be to the proper canon you know what I mean? Even though it's not. Yeah. 
and then like and like we get very picky about shit like that. Well, I'm very, I'm I guess I'm very I'm more particular about I like I said like you know we we've, we've mentioned this on the show before but like the, it's the spirit, man. Like Yeah. You know, like I don't need it to be 300. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I don't. Like 300 is like panel for panel, like almost painstakingly, you know? Yeah. Um I I I just needed to be true to the spirit. Well, it's funny, man. I, I heard there was one review, I don't remember who it was, but they're like if you're looking for if you're looking for Avengers, don't bother. It's more like Watchmen, and like and like that they were using it as a dick against the movie. And I'm like, well, that's what I'm fucking looking. Yeah, for. that's what I want. That's you know what, what I, I mean? Want. So like, th- like when I hear shit like that, like criticisms like that, like I, I feel pretty confident that it's going to be good. I, I don't think it's going to be perfect. I don't I don't think that a perfect movie exists out there. Um, I mean, even you know, even Force Awakens was far from perfect. Even oh, though absolutely. I, I fucking loved it. You know. Um, and Empire is pretty damn near perfect. I don't know when, except the part where Luke kisses his sister. I, I don't think that's not perfect. I do. I think that was poor storytelling because they I changed. Don't. They changed the relationship. Yeah, but it doesn't make it any less perfect. Like, like, because you, you had this theory that, that 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 wouldn't happen, and I think that it totally would. Mm. You know, like I I I, <clears throat> I think that sometimes. Um. I I think that you know people would. If you didn't, if you, if you had a fucking beautiful, strong sister, didn't know she was your sister, you'd be attracted to her. That's my personal belief. Mm, um, maybe. So I got. I don't have. I don't have any quarrel with that whatsoever. I do. Dude, I was talking to. Uh, oh, I guess we'll get into this later. But I was talking to. I, I found our perfect third host. Who's that? Gary. 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 Like, you're Gary. My Gary. Like, eight too much, six not enough, Gary. That Gary. Oh shit! Um, he's down to come he on might, for an. He might down to come on. He for might an destroy us all, though. He's down to come on for an episode. Now he hates everything. Yeah, which is nice. No, but he's not. down to come. <laughs> he's down to come on for an episode. I'll be outnumbered. No, I, I, I think I'm somewhere in the middle. But I, I talked to him. I, I saw him recently. We, we bumped into one another, and uh, I asked him what he. I hadn't seen him in a while, and I asked him what he thought about Star Wars, and he was like, I hated it. Um. And we got to talking, and dude, he was cracking me up, man. Like that dude is funny as hell. Yeah, he is. Um, for those who don't know, my, my buddy Gary, like he's he's a very dear friend of mine for a number of reasons. But he uh, he he doesn't. I don't think he likes his information out there, so so don't tell anyone. But he 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 used to be a stand-up comedian, and he kind of let that life go and took a different different route in life, and. Anyway, he's funny as hell. So I'm talking to him, and I'm like, "Why did you hate it?" And he starts talking about how um, Chewbacca didn't go apeshit crazy when Han died. And he was like, "And he was like, he was like, what is that about? What is that?" He's like, "I wanted to see him fucking flinging stormtroopers everywhere, running around crazy, going nuts. He's got a life dead on the guy. Oh, and where were you on that one, by the way, dumbass? And, and like, <laughs> you know, all, all this other stuff. And then he was like, uh, he was like, he was like, all he did was one roar and one shot. I think he got more upset when when land when um. He's, this this is the best part. I think he got more upset when when uh. I think he got more upset when three PO got destroyed at Lando's house. <laughs> it's, the <laughs> Land- it's, it's the Lando's house bit, man. I lost my shit. <laughs> Lando's house. I think that I think that he went super hard after that. I mean, like, I'm killing everybody. Uh, is, uh, yeah, I, I hear you. Uh, but but he uh, he wanted more. I hear you, obviously. But um, 
He's he's an awesome guy. He also thinks that uh, Qui Gon should have cut, cut Watto's fucking head off and just taken Smee with him in the beginning. I, w- I would agree with that as well. <laughs> he was like, he was like, he was like, and then like, the kid asked if if she if he could take his mom. I was like, yeah, you're the most powerful Jedi. Of course, of course we'll take her. We're gonna get on a spaceship. You don't want her? Of course we're gonna bring her. I take my lightsaber out, cut that fucking bug head's head off, and fucking put him in the ship. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's pretty awesome. But uh, anyway, he's down to come on for an episode. But, I'm uh, down. Yeah. Make this happen. I, I don't know if the, if the scheduling will allow him to come on full-time, but I'd love for him to come on full-time. Um, but anyway, uh, you know, he hated Man of Steel as well. Yeah, of course he did. Um, so but yeah, go, I go just, ahead and give, you, give, give me your worries now. Now you're back to 50-50, right? Now I'm back to 50-50. Um, uh, and, and my worries are, I, I'm not worried about the, the tone of it. The tone seems like it's going to be right. Everybody that hates the tone hates it for all the right reasons that I love it. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm good there. Um, I, I'm, I'm good. I, I was worried they were going to go the jokey route, you know, because of that trailer. And it doesn't seem like they're going the jokey route, so I'm good with that too. I, I heard that this barely made the PG-13 rating. I'm okay with that too. Yeah, like the the, the R-rated version that's coming out is not because they're like, well, uh, goddamn, Daredevil did well. Let's make an R-rated version. That is not the case. Apparently, the first cut was R-rated, and they've taken some stuff out. Um, because like, remember we we heard a while back that the movie was going to be three hours long, right? Wasn't that the rumor like wait like a year ago, and they stopped filming? Yeah, I think so. And so apparently, the first cut. The first cut was, and this is, you know, I don't, I don't, this isn't, I, don't, I can't say this is a fact. This is just what I'm, I'm piecing together. Um, but the reason, the reason for the, the rating, uh, for that R-rated cut is because it was so graphic. There's some fucking like, there's some shit that I, I did read something. I, I'm, I'm spoiled a little. I feel bit like, I feel like you're reading a lot more than you let on. Every time you talk I, about I, it, dude, you... I, I've read a lot. Like I spent like the last 24 hours like reading. <laughs> so how are you? How spoiled are you? I, I. I I am not that spoiled. I'm not that spoiled. I, I like. I have only. I've been reading a lot of spoil, spoil free. Like they're not talking about. They're not talking about specific events in the story. But there is one thing that that somebody said. There is some shit that was so like frightening. Like it was scary. Like jump out of your seat, scary. Um, and there's also like a scene, like a conversation between Batman and Superman, that almost made people cry. Hmm. Yeah. Like. Tears welling up, like tears welling up, scene in a different scene, like where people were like jumping out of their shit, like like screaming, like scary, like horror horror movie type stuff dealing with Batman doing Batman shit. Sounds good. Not sure if I buy it, but I, yeah, I mean that, that's you know, this is this is not this is more than one person. I, I hear you. I'm just saying. Like I, I've heard similar stuff like that, and then I like walked out of the theater and been like, what part was that? Yeah, true. <laughs> um. But yeah, I, I so so what I'm worried about is Lex <clears throat> and I'm worried about it being too much. I'm worried about it not uh giving either character enough to make the movie mean enough. I think that's reasonable. And and those those are my, my two big concerns. Yeah, it's absolutely reasonable. I'm feeling pretty confident though. I mean, I am the I am a stupid, you know, Fucking optimist with it, you know. But I'm feeling pretty. I'm feeling pretty positive. Not nothing I've read has been like. I'm like, God damn it. You know what I mean? And well, when been, I read the Lex bit, I was, I was like that. And and then I've read some other stuff where people have been like, man, like it's just, it's too much. Yeah. You know. And and that that has kind of worried me as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I hear you. But 
let's get into some of this. Let's, let's just handle the BBS news and then we'll okay. be completely done with BBS for the day because we got plenty of BBS coming. We got a post BBS show coming tomorrow night. Yes. And we're going to do, we, do the same format, guys. We're going to like record um, before we go to the theater. Um, we're going to record like right as we get out. We'll do a little little skull face video. Um, and then I think, are we going to wait a, a day and like talk about it like again for that, that the large part or how are we going to do that? No, I think no, we're no, doing no. it that night, right after the yeah, no, 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 I'm thinking, um, and then we'll be on the, we'll be on a special podcast. Fact, we don't want to talk about it. We don't want to give too much away about that yet. Oh. Okay. We have a special surprise in store for Friday. But anyway, we'll, we'll be talking about it three times. Yes. That's basically where, where I'm, where I'm getting to, where I'm yes. getting at. Now, uh, with that being said, did you watch the epic 11 minute featurette? I, I did. Did you find it to be anything but a featurette? Um, no. Yeah. Anyway. No. I mean, th- there was a couple other cool shots of stuff that I want to see. And there's some stuff that, I, that have given me theories. And, th- like, all right, anything that I talk about, I'm not going to talk about anything that I've got information about. And I, I, and I say that again. Like, all right, so let's say on the scale of 1 to 10, 10 being how you spoiled yourself for for uh force awakens yes which was after uh, after we did our last show i went nuts yeah i'm at like a two and a half so not much at all like some stuff is i've been very selective some stuff is kind of creeped in but i've been i've been really good now um there's some stuff i said nope not reading this um so there, there there's only like one little piece of information that's kind of spoily but um god where i was going to go with this the feature oh oh yeah the featurette there's a couple scenes in there that I've got some new theories on, and I I want to say, all right, so you know that you see that scene where Batman's on top of that building with a rifle, right? Yes. And then you see in the featurette now, or in some of the other trailers, you see him looking down the scope and him looking at Superman. Well, Superman's on that same platform where he's having that meeting with Lex, so I I think that he's either a spying on Superman or trying to like to take a shot or whatever. But he's in the he's in the normal Batman suit. He's not in the super bat suit. And there's also a scene where Martha Kent, you see before her, her like drop a pot of coffee where she's working, probably at Denny's, or I'm sorry, I'm sorry, was it Waffle House? No, no, no. IHOP. IHOP. It was IHOP. <laughs> IHOP. God, I almost wish it was just a fake restaurant. I don't like it when it's real restaurants. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I don't know. I just it just pulls me out because it's like I know that they're doing it for product placements. You know yeah, I mean? but like for for me. Like I, okay. I just can't, I so can't for, get past for, it. I'm shallow. For, for okay. me, I'm much better with dealing with a waitress working at a real restaurant than I am when a character like picks up a Coke can, and every time they pick it up, the logo of the Coke can happens to be at the part that isn't covered by their fingers. Like I mean, that I, stuff dude, eats I, me I, up. I get you. Like I agree with you. I agree with you. But for whatever reason, I just it's like oh, there's the fucking Seven Eleven, and there's the goddamn IHOP. Yada yada bullshit. See, you know what's funny is um. You know, you remember that guy that I used to work with, that I, I, I bumped heads with from time to time? Which one? Um, he, he just left recently. Yes. He uh, walked in. Uh, he's a decent enough guy, good dude. But he, he walked into, uh, we, were, we were watching Man of Steel one day. Yeah. And he saw the downtown fight sequence. And he walked out, uh, he just watched that part and then he walked out of the room. But that's what he zeroed in on as well. 
like an overwhelming amount of product placement. But I was like, man, I was like, I was like, but like the product placement to me seems appropriate in that movie. Like, I mean, it's dude, Sears Roebuck. It's all that small town stuff. You are absolutely correct. It is appropriate, but it's like we're just not used to seeing it, and like it, it just like we've been. I think that Man of Steel did it tastefully. I've just been hurt so many times before with product placement. Like Transformers, like the Mountain Dew Transformer, like that one ate me up. The yes. X Transformer, like that yes. one ate me up. But like for me, like Th- those are the prime ones I'm I- I'm thinking of. And like it- it's just it's it's tainted. It's tainted that that from here on out. Mm-hmm. But anyway, go go back to I'm gonna go back to my theory. I- I'm thinking that Superman. I'm thinking that uh, Lex has somehow kidnapped Lois and his mom. And basically, like, listen, you'll probably be able to save one, but you're not going to be able to save two. And I will kill them both if you don't kill Superman, Batman. Hmm. I don't, I don't know, I don't know what to say about that. I mean, I mean that that like I think that is his leverage. I mean, you've read so much that now I'm not sure. No, I had what, I what I to have, trust. I haven't read that anywhere. I haven't read that. You might be having. You might be inside baseball, and I'm on the I, outside. I, I'm not inside baseball. That's just what I'm putting together from that scene. Like, why else would he? It's either that, or like, why else would he kneel before him? You know what I mean? That we and we've seen that scene. You think you could do this to my mother? But you why, know, I would. Why would? Uh, I mean, I, I I was hoping that that scene would be a kryptonite induced kind of thing, and it might be. But it might I be that I, too. I, my thing with that is why would he want him to get Batman? Because he's also getting Batman to fight Superman. Like, he wants them to take each other out. I think that Lex knows who Batman and Superman both are, and I think that he's trying to take him out. But, I mean, like, if Batman fights Superman, like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know what he needs to do to motivate Superman to fight. I don't know, like, I don't know what he needs to do to mo- motivate the other fighting the other. You know what I'm well, saying? Batman, like, I, I think Batman is already motivated to fight Superman. Well, that's what I'm saying. So why even? So so it's done. Done deal. Anything else is excessive. Yeah, but like, how do how do you draw Superman out for Batman to fight him? You know, because well, I mean, like, Batman I, could be like, come come at me, I think, bro. I think and a Superman giant can, I think a giant bat signal. But no, but what I'm saying is, is, like, Superman's got to have a motive to want to fight Batman. You know what I mean? Like, he's he's kind of a pacifist. Yeah, but know? Superman doesn't. Uh, I, I get the impression from the trailer that Superman doesn't like way Batman's doing business anyway. I agree. So I that agree. might be motive enough to want to stop. It, it might be. There's but definitely, I, but I, there's definitely I holes know. in my theory. I feel, I feel, I feel it's such a disadvantage because you, you're inside loop of all the articles inside, and I'm stories. I'm inside looping. Mm. Don't be that guy. Mm-hmm. I didn't do that to you. <laughs> I, I, I didn't have the loop until, until I told you I had it. And then I fucking had it. <laughs> but I'm not, I'm not on Reddit doing anything nefarious. Okay. This so, is, hey, so you claim. <laughs> well, you have to trust me. <laughs> um, but uh, the featurette, <laughs> back to that, uh, I thought it was fine. I thought it was, uh, you know, it's definitely good marketing stuff for people that don't know. Because, like, you know, just like uh, just this week I've had, like in the past, I mean, week, like Nerd Rage week, I've been cornered by two or three people saying, like, dude, why would this happen? This is dumb. Yeah. You know, I've heard and, that as well. And I've had to explain it to them. Like, uh, and I've even had the, you know, our favorite line, they're ruining our childhood. Um, oh, man. So I, I, I just like, uh, I wrote, I wrote, I actually, it was, uh, it was, uh, so this, this woman uh, wrote to me uh, publicly and on Facebook and said, 
uh, why is this happening? I don't get it. Da da da. So I explained it, and then she's like, "That actually sounds pretty cool. I think I'm gonna go see it." And then somebody else commented behind it. Obviously, didn't read what I wrote, but I, what I wrote was pretty lengthy, and I hate writing. Um, and, uh, and it's my least favorite. Well, just like because the amount of like it goes back to like the YouTube stuff, like the amount of comments, the amount of like instant messages and all that kind of stuff that go out on a daily basis. Like I just hate, I hate pulling the fucking keyboard up. I'd rather just get your phone number and call you. Really? Um, I'm gonna take you up on that. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> Dude, I'm up for it. Um, but anyway, the uh, so they said, well, this woman said, I know, right? They're ruining our childhood. And I just wrote back. I was like, I was like, I was like, don't worry. Your childhood is intact, right where you left it, in the pile of lies that it found you on. <laughs> you know like this is this is this is not them making changes to to what you know this is this is a thing yeah absolutely absolutely but so i think that that was important to do that sort of a featurette i'm not sure if it got out as widely as they would really like it to um because it seemed like more of a social media driven thing where where it would probably would have done better if it was like at the beginning of arrow or something uh, i think it was on arrow actually oh well then good <laughs> then good then good I, i've only seen it i've only seen it on on social media yeah um but yeah so i think it's a smart marketing thing but i like i didn't think there was i didn't think it had much there, i don't think there was much in it for you or i no there was, there was a couple there was a couple cool scenes like well, I, I don't even mean scenes i mean like content wise do you know yeah, I mean? yeah yeah i mean i know it's telling you the stuff that's on that's on um um like the IMAX stuff that we're not going to go see in IMAX. So I think I'm seeing an IMAX Saturday. So I don't know if that's anything to do. But, um, to do about nothing. but anyway, and then there's been a couple of other like extended TV spots and stuff, more of kind of the same, uh, stuff from different angles. If there is like a, that new Batman line that, Oh, you're not brave. Men are brave. Yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah. Um, and I mean, there's more like scenes of Batman turning the tide and just fucking punking Superman out. Um, in the fight scene. So, I mean, that is, that is an interesting aspect of it. It's like, you know, Superman is super fast, super strong, obviously. But he's not really trained to fight, you know? He just, yeah. you know, kind of throws punches. He doesn't have to worry about hurting himself. And he's got a lot of power and energy. But it's like somebody who's actually strong. I mean, who's actually trained how to fight and the mechanics of fighting. Um, I think that'll be interesting to see. See, I want to see some technique that Batman uses to just, like, you know, punk out Superman power levels are, are more and it it has been called the the batman nightmare scene so that yes puts yeah. that to bed that's been yeah that's been confirmed a while um I, I have heard well i'll put this in there I, I have heard that people say that that scene is very odd but it's cool you know but we still don't know if it's a premonition or just a dream mm-hmm. you know um which i think could be cool if they're setting up something for you know justice league and fucking dark side so. Batman vs Superman director's cut is three hours and R rated. Yep. Um, and apparently, uh, it's fine. But I'll, I'll let you know what I think about that tomorrow. <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, also, the uh, there was going to be uh, Joker and Riddler was scenes. It? Oh, I knew about the Riddler. I didn't know about the Joker one. Yep, and they were cut. Hmm. Uh, they were cut because it took away from the big two. So that to me is a good choice. Yep, I agree. Um, and I think that does it for the Batman versus Superman stuff. Let me just double check. Yes. Yeah, so I think we're hearing good stuff about about Wonder Woman. We, 
we kind of went over yes everybody across the board everything that i've come across read pondered you know squandered whatever nothing but good stuff for affleck nothing but good stuff for gal gadot like every single one is it gal gadot or gal gadot uh i don't know i think it's, i think the t is very sharp you think so i think so mm, i don't like that well you know gadot Dumb. Gadot. yeah what you gonna do I'll take her 800 years of name fucking history and say dumb. Actually, uh, her name was Greenberg or Green something, and they, her, her parents changed it when she before she was born. Really? Her real last name, yeah. She was on Jimmy Kimmel or some shit, and she was talking about it. wonder why. Uh, they wanted something more traditional when they moved to Israel. <laughs> yep. I, I, I want to hear how her accent goes. I do too. I, I'm I'm a little worried about it. Yeah, me too. Because I, like, uh, there, there's been a number of Greek accents I've been supposed to be hearing recently that haven't struck me as Greek. But we'll get, yeah, we'll yeah. get to that later on. Yeah, we will. Um, I did but see, anyway, I did see a pick with the uh, the magic lasso. Oh, good. Looks good. So, how was your nerd week? Um, well, it was full of daredevil. <laughs> yeah, mine too. And we're gonna that, get to that at the end of the did show. You, did you finish it? We'll go spoiler heavy. I did. Okay. Well, because you talk yeah. shit on the internet. Uh, I know. So I had to prove you wrong. <laughs> and you had to put in the work, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No wonder you haven't been talking to me for the last week. Um, yep. Nerd Week was pretty, it was full of Daredevil. I caught up on, you know, now, like, you know, there was, like, the mid-spring break. Like, they had, like, the winter break, and then, like, the, kind of, like, the right before spring break, some of the shows are coming back. Uh, then pretty good. I'm catching up on Lucifer. The Flash was kind of meh. Um, kind of, it's kind of, Dragging now, man. No pun intended. Mm. So, uh, in painting, and you know what's funny, man? I have a comic book story, comic book store story. So, like, I went to your fa- your favorite spot in mine, down the road, well, the, the the smaller of the two. We won't mention, we won't name names. <laughs> and, Tell me, uh, can you hear sea shanties there? <laughs> not anymore. Mm. Not anymore. Um. But, dude, I could not find anything. Like, I was like, man, I need to pick something up. Had a little had a little, had a little, extra cash, you know. Wanted to pick something up to read for, for this lovely show. Um, and I couldn't find a goddamn thing in trade paperback that looked like it was worth a damn. The only thing that, that somewhat was interesting, I heard that, that Dark Side War Part 2 had been released, but they didn't have a copy, of course. Um, so I wanted to catch up with that one. Um, but, yeah. Nothing there, but you know, dude, it's like this. You know what the fucking problem is? You and I should open up a comic book store that people are actually passionate about the comic books. Because I, I, I walked around in there for probably 15 minutes, which I, I think is a long time at a store to yeah, like, not bad. you know. And um, I couldn't find anything. And you know, the guy like walked by, and I was waiting for him, to be like, hey man, can I help you look, find anything? Just you know, seeing what would happen. Never got mm-hmm. that. Finally, I was like, hey, man, what's good? Like, I, I want something, like, with meat in it. You know, like, like he's like, well, have you re- ever read Identity Crisis? And I'm like, of course I fucking read Identity Crisis. <laughs> right. You know? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, something like that. He's like, nah, I don't got nothing. I was like, that motherfucker came out 10 years, and that's the only, 10 years ago, and that's the only fucking example you can give me. I know it wasn't literally 10 years ago. It was probably like eight. Actually, who knows? This yeah, anyway. So, yeah, you know, couldn't, couldn't give me anything. Um, but it's like, come on, guys! You get comic book store owners need to step up their game and start cracking open some books and get into it because you know that guy probably lost a a sale. And I was actually looking at that Court of Owls uh, Absolute Edition, 
man, that's a hundred bucks, man. I was I was thinking about dropping a hundred bucks on that, you know. But he didn't have anything positive to say about it, and I already saw that like the the DVD, the movie, you know, that was based based on Quarter House. So like, you know what? I'm not gonna waste my time then if this guy can't fucking you know make the sale. But that kind of that kind of burns me up, man. What happened? What is where's customer service going? Where is the salesmanship going? Fucking sell me some shit, man. I'm in here to fucking burn money trying to get through this last 48 hours before Batman v Superman comes out. And I'm in a comic book mood, motherfucker. Push some shit. I hear you. I hear you. Uh, and apparently, though, uh, the, the Dark Knight 3, the Master Race, is actually not bad, apparently. Really? Yeah. Good. So, we, we shall see. Um, they, they are doing that stupid shit, like releasing. They're releasing Hardback Lucy's. Hardback Lucy's, you say? Yes. One issue in a hardback format. Wow. Yes. And, like, like every store can get their own cover if they want to buy, like, 400 Yes. Copies. Now, that is actually becoming a thing across the board. Yeah. Um, so, that, that's, that's fucking dumb, in my opinion. That's what almost destroyed the comic book industry, you know, 20 years I ago. I think... I don't know, man. I think that... That's not necessarily terrible for for a book like Dark Knight Three. Do you know what I mean? I I, I might be able to agree with you if Dark Knight Two never came out. Yeah, you do don't. Dark, I, I gotta reread that. It's fucking horrible. It's not, I, I don't remember it being that it is, bad. Like I remember it being no Dark Knight. I remember it, it took it took some liberties with some characters that people were uncomfortable with, but I I don't. I don't think I hated it as much as the the world does. I'll take that Pepsi challenge. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, but um, besides that, um, fucking yeah, nothing else but but Daredevil, which was which was good, and, and I guess we'll wait to talk about Daredevil specifically. But yeah, it's pretty low key nerd week for me. Just been searching the internet for a leaked copy of Batman v Superman. But don't worry, I would I would have told you as soon as I found one. I almost fucked with you though. Sorry. I almost I I almost like just when you were like because you guys don't know the the text message conversations that we've had before yeah. this podcast, and there was a point in time where I felt like you you were like dude I think I'm gonna throw up like and I and I you were probably <laughs> literally nauseous. I, I was. I yeah. am. Yeah. And I was gonna. I almost was like dude I already saw it. It's good. Just to fuck with you, just to like see how far I can take it. Yeah, I would have been, been all over Reddit. I would have like I would have gone crazy. I'd have been bench heavy. It was just got like come home with a bunch of like empty cheese doodle bags. Like... <laughs> Not just good. I, I've seen it. It's fine. Trust right. me. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I'm very like I'm very anxious about it. I'm very do think, anxious. Do you do you think? And be honest with me. Do you think at this point you can you can give it a fair shot? Yeah, absolutely. Because I, I because I I think what what. Like you know, like we've said, we've had this discussion. We, we we talk fairly often, but like, what I think that sometimes you don't realize is how how bad I I not only want but like need this to be good. You know what I mean? Like I think that I need this to be good more than I needed Star Wars to be good. Yeah, because I, I understand that feeling. Yeah, because Star Wars, like like I love Phantom Menace. Do you know what I mean? I love it. I I know that it's not good, and I love it. So I knew I was gonna take whatever they had to give me. Yeah. So, but with this, like, this is is it's it's more it's more than that because like this is something that's gonna be thrown in my face 
the next time I talk, about, I critique Marvel movies at work or with peers or whatever. Do you know what I mean? It's, you think that's what it's about? Is like, like people are expecting a Marvel movie? And, and I think I think to an extent, I think to an extent, when, when you hear criticisms like it's not fun, it's 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 too dark, it's too heavy, blah blah blah. Like I, I think that's definitely you know it's it's the Marvel comparison. But but my thing is is that like I. You know, my, my big criticisms of the Marvel movies is that they're too light, and they, and they don't take it seriously enough, and, yeah. and, and sometimes it feels like they're laughing at you instead of laughing with you. Can, can I make a comment about movie reviewers, though? And sure. And this, and this actually... As long as you're not talking about me. No. <laughs> no like, like, people who do that shit for a living, mm-hmm. you know, it, it always gets more hits if it's bad. And you gotta wonder sometimes, like, how objective some of these people can be you know what i mean it's like because people love it when you trash something you know and 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 fucking clickbait you know you get paid per clicks type of shit like i i it's like i'm hearing stuff from the fans of people who went and saw it who've seen it twice maybe three times already and it's just so dramatically different from those fucking yahoo's you know out there in hollywood land but see that's one thing i kind of we're getting a little computery with the voice but uh that's one thing I kind of respect about the IGN review is like that article went up as IGN has reviewed Batman vs Superman. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if you were interested in their opinion, click, but it, like I've seen other ones where it's like Batman vs Superman is a nightmare. The GQ Batman vs Superman is like, Oh my God. What'd they say about it? I mean, they, 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 they did everything but shoot it in the face. Really? Yeah. Hmm, I haven't read that. I haven't read that one. They said uh, it, something along the lines of like it, it makes you not sure if, super, if not only if superhero movies should exist, but if heroes exist at all. Wow, kind of powerful. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's it's rough, yeah. but like you know, like that when I saw that article get posted, it was like you know GQ states you know or Batman vs Superman kills any chance of you ever wanting to see the Justice League ever. Like, some shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, and I was like, ugh. But, like, the IGM one was just like, look, we reviewed it. Here it is. Unless we have to watch two hours of Batman and Superman fuck, I'm going to want to watch Justice League no matter what happens with this movie. Right. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. That, that was that. was that. What, um, anything else for Nerd Week? That's it, man. How was yours? Mine was fairly decent. I um, I picked up a couple Star Wars three and three quarters. I, I found along the way that I needed. I got um, actually like uh, I, so obviously Daredevil. We'll get into that a bit later. But um, the big thing was like so we did the Cribs video right, mm-hmm. and like I talked about the Dark Horse comics mm-hmm. and how much of a fan I am of them, kind of in general, and. You know, I was missing a few, et cetera, et cetera. And, like, this guy contacted me, and he's like, look, man, like, I need to get rid of a lot of my comics. Um, I have most of the Dark Horse collection. Like graphic novels? Yeah. Um, I want to get rid of them. I just want them to go to a place where someone's going to love and care about them and blah, 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 blah. Uh, would you like them? And I was like, uh, yes. <laughs> um and like, dude, he shipped me like this box. I, I like, he didn't even want me to pay for shipping. I was like, dude, I insist. Um, but he shipped me this box of like every Knights of the Old Republic comic trade, wow. 
every old Republic comic trade and like a few other ones. And it's like one box of four that he's got coming to me. Holy shit. Yeah. And like, he didn't want to think. And like, he was just like, like, I was like, man, like, I was like, I feel uncomfortable. Like, let me give you something for him. And he was like, look, man, like, you know, like I'm blessed. Like I, I like all this shit. Like I just, I, I need to get rid of these for space. And I just want him to go somewhere where somebody will give a shit about him. And I was like, well, dude, they'll definitely be on display and cared for here. That's awesome. Yeah. So like, uh, I got a ton of that stuff. Um, my, my, my like dining room table, which we're going to have Easter dinner on your family and mine on, on, or Easter brunch on Saturday, Saturday. Saturday. Um, is completely covered in, in stuff I'm supposed to be reading. Uh, stuff from Joe KW, uh, Star Wars novels, and now Star Wars comics. It's, I'm feeling very overwhelmed at the moment. Yeah. Sometimes it's become a job. It's become work. God damn it. That's it, folks. Show is over. That was the agreement. This was never to be work. <laughs> yes. But anyway. Sp- the, speaking um, of this never to be work, I do want to add something in. I, I finally watched that interview with you and Brave at TFCon. Yeah. Didn't didn't even didn't even think about watching that before. I like that guy. He had some pretty good questions. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Brave's a good dude, man. And I forgot about the agreement about not working with this and this just happening and not being a job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. It's still fun. Such, such is the nature of things. I it is. It is. Can't help it. Um and outside of that, I'm trying to think if I if I I mean obviously Daredevil. Oh, I watched I started watching the nineteen sixty eight Planet of the Apes. Oh really? Get your, um, get your hands I, off I, me. I haven't I haven't made it all the way through yet. I've kind of been watching it after like three or four episodes of Night of Daredevil and then kind of falling asleep on it over and over and over again. Yeah. But for a nineteen sixty eight movie, I am kind of impressed with a lot of the like makeup. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm like it won an Academy Award for the makeup, right? It should have. I can't remember. Because I, I keep like asking myself like man, like 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 sometimes it's hard to tell where the skin stops and the makeup starts. Yeah. You know, I'm like, I had to keep reminding myself, like, man, this is from 1968. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. Uh, the reason why I started watching it is because I heard that there's a way to, to watch and kind of interpret and think about the Planet of the Apes saga and, and see Rise and Dawn not as a reboot but as a prequel. Oh, really? Yeah. And, like, I see some of it. Like, um, in Rise of the Planet of the Apes, which you've seen, correct? Yes. Um, no, no, um, there's a scene, there's a scene where, uh, like a paper is thrown on the porch or something Mm -hmm. and it talks about a shuttle that's lost its space. Oh, really? Yeah. And then like, and then like, I've heard that there's references to Caesar in the, the original Dawn of the Planet of the Apes movies as like the, the first one, you know what I mean? Like the, the one that led us and I can't remember. So basically was it a was it a time dilation issue with it like he traveled fast near the, near the speed of light and when he came back um, like time had gone by quicker quicker for him was that the for in the, in the 68 movie yeah in the 68 movie I, I haven't finished it yet so I don't know for sure but like they go on a space travel and they go into hibernation uh-huh. and when they wake up they're like crashing on a planet. And then at the end of the movie, I, I know just from Spaceballs, really, but yeah. you find out that that planet is Earth in the yes. future. Yes. Um, Maniacs, you blew it up. <laughs> um, um, well, there, there, you know, there's a, there's a, in, I guess, quantum mechanics, not any quantum mechanics, I guess just f- normal fucking physics. 
like if you travel fast faster than the speed uh, up if you accelerate fast um near the speed of light like time slows down for you and uh-huh. so like if like you and me you and i are like this near the same age so if i jumped in a spaceship and went really fast and you know flew out to you know pluto and back when i came back you, you would be you you might be i might be younger than you even huh. though i'm older than you now so yeah 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 i am familiar with that. so but they they also like uh it's it's interesting like uh, a couple things. For one, the lead female in it, yeah, super hot. Yeah, yeah, man. Like, and doesn't look like she's from a different era. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, it looks like she could be around right now. That's right. Um, but I would give her the business end any day of the week. <laughs> um, and secondly, uh, like a lot of the the uh, the dialogue oh, is like not, it's. Wait a minute, you're, you're not talking about Charlton Heston. No, 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 no. <laughs> Charlton Heston, whose famous line in the NRA. Guns don't kill people. Apes with guns kill people. That's right. Um, but the, the 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 thing that's interesting to me is like a lot of the dialogue that comes from Heston. Um, you can tell is supposed to be like serious, but it's like it's it is kind of campy at this yeah, point. Yeah, it's at nineteen sixty. Yeah, it's, it's like that. You know, everything was campy back. This is a campier world. I think everybody yeah. was a lot more. I know it sounds stupid. I just feel like we weren't as jaded and and we weren't as much assholes it's just know? like you'll never get me you baboon yeah. i'm like oh boy and then like uh there was another one it was like like he's getting sprayed with the water hose when he's like in jail yeah and he just like cries out this is a madhouse <laughs> it's fantastic it is anyway let's get into some news uh, and we'll do the big two first so we got a new uh x-men apocalypse trailer yeah, we did. Did you watch it? I did watch it. Were you impressed? Um, I I, I guess I wasn't. Man, I was kind of like, man, this, like, I I kind of felt like it was like it's the same cut of the first one. Do you know, like a different cut of the first one. Like I was like, you know, like like, uh, even even Batman vs Superman. Like I felt like it was very two distinctive trailers. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And 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 with Star Wars and like with most trailers, I kind of feel like, man, like like great trailers, but. This one I kind of feel like it like it didn't really break that much of a new of new ground for me. There's a little bit stuff in there like sure you, you saw like you saw Storm that didn't have white hair, so that comes back to like my theory. I wonder if somehow Apocalypse is like supercharging everybody's powers. Mm. Um, and you saw uh, a lot of Quicksilver. Isaac Isaac like being assimilated by the Apocalypse energy, I guess. So I wonder if Apocalypse is like an energy now, and he just absorbs a host. Yeah. So, are you comfortable with this movie? Um, I, I don't. I don't really care. To say the truth. Like, I, I hate to. I hate to sound that way, but it's like I'm just so ready for a, like an X Men total reboot. You and me both, brother. And I'm talking about from the comics too. I'm talking. You know, take it all back to formula. You know. Um, you know. You know what's kind of fucked up, dude. I, this is like this is like heresy for me saying this. I'm kind of done with the whole X Men X Men thing. I'm just bored of it. Oh man, I love it. I, but I, I like. I, I think it's not that I don't love it, man. I'm not saying I don't. Love I think it. what's most frustrating to me is that I, I never. I don't feel like I've ever quite seen it the way I want to see it. Yeah, you know, yeah I feel I, like X. Like, I feel like Deadpool talking to Colossus the is the, you ever got. Is the closest I've ever got. Yeah, I agree. And and maybe Wolverine. And Sabretooth fighting in the high school. 
Yeah, that was good. Um, but it has been a, yeah, and, and like I like First Class. I, and, I do too. I like I like Days of Future Past a and lot. I like Days of Future Past, but I don't know what it is. It's just I'm just tired of it. I'm tired of all of it. You know, I I'd rather see a human movie. I'd rather see something new. You know what I'm tired new. of? What's that? Hugh Jackman. Get him out of here. How dare you? <laughs> he's a he's an Australian national treasure. <laughs> I know he's alright. Apparently, um, he shakes your hand when you go to the country. He's yeah, meet you. He's meet you right there. Yep. Good day. Gives you all good day. <laughs> but um. That's horrible. <coughs> the other, then we got some uh, some Marvel news. So uh, Marvel will not be recasting Robert Downey Jr., which I don't think did either of us ever think that that was going to be a thing. I don't think it was gonna be a thing. I didn't think that was going to be a thing. Um, I mean, but it, it I mean, but it also doesn't he, say they're that not he, recasting him for this line of Marvel films. You never know if they do a reboot. You know what I mean? Correct. But they also said that like uh, they also didn't say anything. They, but basically, what they said was he won't be he won't be recast, um, but he may not be around forever. So do you think they're going to kill him? I think they're going to kill him eventually. You know, he's not he's not going to do these movies forever. You know? Yeah, but I mean, he could just retire. No, so. well, no, they say. Well, they I think they maybe yeah, let me. Uh, but yeah, I guess he could retire. I'm not sure how I feel about that, but I mean, I think there's plenty of stories to tell that don't have fucking Iron Man in it. Yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah. It's almost to replace Robert. Da, da, da. I think if and when he is done with the character, I think you will find that Iron Man might disappear. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah, it's fine. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily want him to die either. But I, I, I don't want him to be recast. I, but I'm okay with a reboot. But I kind of want to take this a little bit further than what we've taken it so far. So I don't think it's time for a reboot yet. Right, nor I. Yeah, nor I. Think I. We're very far. I mean, like. Why do you want to reboot it so we can do an, another Affinity War? I mean, you know, or Secret War? I mean, fuck all that noise. Yeah. So. And you never um, know, man. Like, you know, he could take 10 years off and come back and do one later. I mean, yeah, he's he's getting up there in, in age. I mean, he's, I think he's in his 50s now. Um, but fuck it. You know, I just, you know, fucking uh, William Shatner's 85. I did not know that. 85 fucking years old, dude. Does not look 85. If William Shatner is 85, fucking Robert Downey Jr. could do whatever. He'd be fine. I'm sure he's healthy as a horse. I guess so. Uh, I'm not sure if I'd say that, but... Um, I think he's done quite a number on himself. Maybe. Um, right. Living that boulevard life. That'd be all right. Um, so what else do we have? We have uh, that there will eventually be more Spider-Man suits. Thank God. But I mean, like I, I think, I think, like we said that you said this last week. Yeah. Every Spider-Man suit will be different. So, um, has anything on that end grown on you? No, Captain America. No, I, I don't. I don't hate it. Do you know what I mean? I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Right. Hate I is just, a very strong word. Yeah, I, I'm not like I'm not like oh fuck this dumb stupid. I'm just like I'm never gonna see this movie. Yeah, I'm just like I'm just like this isn't this isn't really for me. Like, like, it's just not my favorite design of Spider-Man, but I'm good with it. You know, as long as the guy does a good job on the role and all that, like, I'm not turned off enough by it where it would ruin it for me or anything like that. Like, yeah, that's true. I feel you. Yeah. Um, and then we got some non-Marvel uh, stuff, like uh, this fucking uh, Tarzan movie. Yeah, man. I love me some Tarzan. It looks good. I love me. It looks, dude. That dude who plays the Nazi in uh, Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, man, he's awesome. That dude's fucking awesome. He is. 
Uh, speaking of Inglorious Bastards, I saw The Hateful Eight. That's part of my nerd week. I wanted to talk about that. Oh, well, but continue. We'll, 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 go, we'll go back there, man. We'll come back. You know, we did this show all out of order. We don't care. We're going to do whatever t- we want. T- yeah, today we live by our own rules. That's right. It's our show. Just when you think you got the format down, nope. switch it up on Guess you. Yes, again. Um, but yeah, I, I will say, I think the movie looks good. I love the actor that, that plays the, the villain. Like, I, I seriously, like, I think he's phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I got to say this. I've been, I've been in a little bit of a monkey zone recently. You don't like the monkeys? I got to say, they don't. They, Weta, if Weta did these monkeys, they definitely didn't get the same budget. Because there's like, so, so like I've been watching, I've been watching me some Dawn of the Planet of the Apes recently. I love Dawn of the Planet, Planet of the Apes. Love it. Um, love yourself a monkey. But I just watched uh, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes twice recently, and then I watched the director's commentary of it. And there were scenes in that movie where I swore it was real monkeys. Not the case. Not a real monkey in that bitch. Really? Yep. Not a and one. Not a one. And oh. I was like, I was fucking floored, dude, because some of that shit. Shut your monkey mouth. So real, man. Like, it is. I'm, you know what? I'm going to come right out and say it. It is the best CGI characters in a movie ever. Really? Yep. I don't know, man. There's that that scene in Jabba's palace that they redid in episode six. <laughs> oh, with the guy with the... Who's where's Rubber? There you go. Um, I, I really got to watch that movie, man. Yeah, dude. It's if Dawn is fucking... Like, it's up there for me. Like, it is great. And, like, I'm kicking myself in the ass that I didn't buy those figures. Like, I need a shelf. I need a Caesar in my life. I mean, are they, are they impossible to get now? No, I'm sure I can get them just fine. But I, I'm just, you know, I should have just grabbed them when they were out. I need me a Koba and a Caesar and a Rocket and a Maurice. Who was, the, who was the one monkey um, in the first movie who, who like, kind of scarred up? But he was Koba. Like, he's Koba. So is, yeah. he, is he even more and more devious now? Oh, he's, he's you, you, you got to watch him. Really? He's an aggressive little ape. Sneaky little monkey. He's an aggressive little ape. Um, but yeah, dude, I, I like that. That movie is, is really good. Apes! <laughs> <laughs> so, fucking, fucking monkeys. All um, right. So yeah, I, the, these gorillas in Tarzan did not look as good. Yeah. Um, but, you know, this would be good. As we all know, the CGI probably is not done. Yeah. So, I mean, this is definitely a, you know, Past the story of like Lord Greystoke or whatever, where he's already found Jane, he's already gone back to England and, and came back to Africa. So it looks like there's going to be some, but there, there, there does look like there's a little bit of origin in it as well. So it, it looks to be a wide, a wide range of, of you know, that whole Tarzan lore, which yeah. I, I've always liked Tarzan, man. I don't know what it was. Maybe it was a little kid, they had that one Tarzan show, him, the, you know, had the elephant. I think it was on Disney. Who fucking knows? I used to watch that shit all the time. Yeah. And I like the uh, tar- the uh, Lord Greystone or whatever it was that came out with Christopher Lambert. I don't know if I saw that. Yeah, you probably did. Maybe. Or then there's always Jane, Bo Derek. Mm. 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 So uh, talk about the Hateful Eight. All right. So I, I saw the Hateful Eight, and I actually I actually caught it on the humble. Wasn't planning on like watching it. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and fucking watch this. And, like, you know, one thing I can say about about um, Quentin Tarantino, you know, he does 
he does know how to get you in this kind of nostalgia movie feel. Like I, I, I kind of feel that when he makes a movie, he wants, you know, everybody to have an experience how he must have of viewed movies back in like the seventies when he was like watching movies. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and I can, I can respect that. And you know, the movie, it was shot very well. It, all the acting was very, was done very well. Um, it's it's unique in he like he took some aspects of like pulp fiction but it's more refined with the storytelling but mm-hmm. it, it definitely you know reminds me of that but it's you know just it's kind of funny man and like the the part that kills me and let me just get this out first it's like the the Weinstein's and you know their and and Quentin Tarantino's political views but then like they capitalize on the exact thing that they're they're raging against you know what I mean and I just I I get to the I get to the point where it's like you know you guys make these fucking movies with this gratuitous bullshit you know that shit that he does shit that doesn't it doesn't need to be done it doesn't help the 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 movie he's doing it because it's like all right, we need to push it to the next level you know it's just like this escalation Uh and it's like and I and I'll give you an example like all right, so you remember in Pulp Fiction the whole like rape scene Marcellus Wallace was getting raped by that those two like S and M closeted dudes, uh-huh. um, and like when that when that came out when that when did that come out like ninety four, ninety three maybe that's fine okay, like that was pretty shocking then you know what I mean it was kind of an acclaimed film it, you know everybody was talking about it and I was like you know you know rather shocking there there's a part in this movie that like they took that kind of to the next level. You know, and it wasn't really necessary. Like they they could have done something different to get the 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 desired effect for the storytelling. And I'm just like Jesus. Now I, I will admit though, it was like, you know, it was it was shocking. And you're just like you like it's like a train wreck. You can't look away. And you're like, holy fucking shit! Can't believe they went this far. They went fucking crazy with this. And so maybe that's the desired effect. But I just I just kind of feel it's just more of this like you know over the top you know, bullshit. Um, and like, there's aspects in the, in the storytelling as well. Like, you know, of course there's always a twist, you know what I mean? But there's a part that you find out later in the movie that one of the main characters is aware that there's shit, there's some shit going on way back when, you know, from, from go. And it's like, well, if he already knew this information beforehand, then, then why did he let it escalate to the point that it escalated? Right. You know? And so, like, it makes, it doesn't make sense when you tell the story in chronological order. You know? Um, and, and, and I, I mean, it was, it was fine. Like, I'll probably never need to watch it again. Like, Pulp Fiction is the kind of movie you can watch, like, over and over again. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'll probably never, you, you're going to fucking love it. <laughs> Yeah, I, I just, I just, I just feel that you know, I, I'd almost, I'm almost like, you know, I'm just gonna go buy this movie for Bobby just to, just because I know he's gonna love it. Um, but I mean, it was well shot. I mean, it's something that if you're just a movie buff, that I would suggest you see it. I wouldn't say, hey, don't go watch it. You no, know, fuck Quentin Tarantino, um, just for the sake of, of fucking Quentin Tarantino. Um, but I, I'm ready for his next evolution. I'm, I'm getting tired of like the western thing, and I want to see him do. I want to, I, I want to see him do something else. You know. Yeah, it, you know how you feel about me painting uh, space wolves. I paint them pretty well. I've been painting them for like twenty years. And you're like, yeah, great, another space wolf. You painted it really well. Why don't you paint something else? That's how I kind of feel about Quentin Tarantino right now with this movie. Gotcha. 
I um, also I forgot some stuff in my nerd. Uh, but there is one scene with Kurt Russell and interaction with another person that I thought was like subtly, beautifully acted. Um, and it like it was it was awesome. And and I want to like I'm eager for you to watch it. See if you can pick up with me just saying like oh, this is like that little this little scene. I was like you know what that's fucking real as shit. And it it just it gives a lot of depth to his character. He was an interesting guy. Um, but that's all I have to say about that. Um, not for kids, of course. No, of course. Just, yes. uh, I, I watched two movies. I watched no, Fury, uh, Mad Max Fury Road. Okay. And it's good. Just it's, good? It's just, I think it's just good. It's solid. Do you know what I mean? I, I, I feel like, uh, it, it kind of has a bit of the Force Awakens issues where I, I want to know more about the world is taking place in. But you don't really get that. You just kind of get dropped off, and then uh, you're you're basically on a, a chase movie for, yeah. for the for the duration. But there is some like there is a lot of interesting visual stuff. It's, it's very uh, what do they call that shit that people do uh, with all the gears and the spectacles? Oh, um, steampunk. Steampunk. It's God, very it's, steampunk. dude. It's very steampunk. I'm sure it is. Um. But but it's it's no less cool. There's like some really cool like cultural things that go on there. But I just I want to know. I, I needed some more world building going on in there. I, I I just needed a bit more. Tom Hardy, love him. Yeah, love that dude, man. I I, I haven't seen a role where I've disliked him. I want to see that movie where he's like the two twin brothers in England. Is that the British gangster movie? Yeah, yeah. That's like uh, one of his first ones, I think. Right? No, no. This is something that just came out. Oh, okay, well, there was a British gangster movie where he it's like uh, it's like Britain's Goodfellas or some shit, I think, and and he plays like a, a dude that was like kind of big over there. If if if, if memory serves. In this movie, he's like he plays these two twin brothers. Um, this is back in the fifties or sixties. Um, I think it was called Legend or I don't know. Don't but he was great in the Fighter or whatever that movie was, where he was. Like, MMC fighter. He was, you know, and I love him in, in Dark Knight Rises, and I loved him in Fury Road, and I just, I'm, I'm a fan of his. Yeah, I think yeah he, he's a good actor. Yeah. You ever seen the movie Bronson, where he paid, played that guy in prison? That's the one I'm talking about. Yeah. That's that was one. that was good. Yeah, I haven't seen it, but I've heard it's great. It's really good. Um, And I watched uh, Ex Machina. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. But you know what's funny is, I, like, like, when I was watching it, I was like, man, this is very, like, like this is a very big thing that's told in a very intimate way. Yes. And I was like, it kind of reminds me of Twenty Eight Days Later. And then it was fucking made by the guy who did Twenty Eight Days Later. Really? Yeah. Did not know that. Yeah. So, uh, and apparently he did a movie called Sunshine too, which people are are, are kind of fond of as well. I've heard of that movie. It's a it's a space movie, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I've heard of it. It's, I'm gonna put uh, that on my Netflix queue. Yeah. Um, queue. I've heard very good things about it. It's a very visual movie as well. It's an oddly spelled word, Q. It is. Because it's really just the letter. But then they put like five or six letters after it to pronounce Q, it. Q-U-E. It's Q-U-E-U-E. Can't you just do Q-U-E? I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, I think it's, it's Q- one of those that you can do through and through. You can do T-H-U-R. That's thur. No, you can, do, you can do through like that. T-H-U-R? That's, that doesn't even pronounce I do, through. I know. I'm telling you, you can write through like that. T H U R. Nope. I'm telling you, you can. It comes up as spell check. Well, just because Apple doesn't recognize doesn't mean that it's not true. 
I'm on Chrome. Well, fuck Chrome. It's even worse. <laughs> but uh, I, I don't know. But I, I like on the Netflix queue, it's spelled Q U E U E. Well, on Hulu, it's spelled Q U E. Gotcha. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a little excessive for it just is. a letter. They don't. You don't spell I like I went to the store like E Y E Y E Y E. That's true. Anyway, um, it's all made up. It's all bullshit. But it's it was quite good. And the fucking uh, like I, I, I was clever like putting her in clothes. You know, about a quarter of the way through. Yeah. Because I'm sure they saved a lot of money on the effects that way. Yeah. Um, and it didn't take away from the story. Like, there's a lot of smart decisions that are made in that movie. Yeah, dude. Kind of, um, and it plays like a play. Yes. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's very. Dude, uh, Oscar Isaac knocked out of fucking park, man. He's the man. That guy's gonna be the next big. thing. He's gonna man. be something, isn't he? He is. He's gonna be the next big thing. I think that he's going to be the Harrison Ford. Ooh. Of this generation. And I, don't, I mean, I'm going there with the Star Wars, but like everything he's done has been really fucking good. Yeah, yeah. You know? well, we, but we do have X Men Apocalypse on the way. I think he'll do. I think he'll do fine in that role. I mean, that 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 actually, you know, can he, can he be a villain? See him be a bad guy. Yeah. Well, he's kind of a bad guy in uh, in X Machina a little bit. I don't think he's a bad guy. I think that he's an innovator. I mean, I think that he he does some bad shit. But I mean, like when it comes down to it, the dude who fucked everything up and we don't want to ruin the movie for those who haven't seen it i mean i you know he was he was thinking things through and the other dude got played you know yeah but i mean like did you did you did you i guess we shouldn't spoil this but he definitely wasn't a good guy yeah you know what i mean like he wasn't a hero he wasn't like no he wasn't a hero he he wasn't the protagonist of the story oh yes so like i I, i'm saying i i I think um did you see it coming uh, not entirely. Um, I, I saw aspects of it. Um, like, I, um, I saw some writing on the wall, but yeah. I, I, I didn't quite make out the language. Well, it's funny, man. Like, you know, I, I'm, I love, you know, some of this cutting edge science stuff and, and, and AI and there's a lot of different podcasts I listen to and whatnot, uh, and, and stuff that I read about it. And, you know, we're really still very far away from artificial intelligence, but like, like that is one of the things that once it gets there and exponentially grows, like some Skynet shit. Like I don't think there's anybody out there who is in that field who doesn't believe it is fucking ridiculously dangerous. Yeah, you know? yeah. And but did you did, did you see that video that I posted? Which one? In the notes of that fucking robot lady. Yeah, it's fucking eerie. What's going on with that? I don't know. And then she make a joke about destroying the world. I was like, poor taste. <laughs> Am I right? Like, yeah. you know, so the, the company's called Hanson Robotics, and it has this, like, robot, and uh, like she robot. says, in the future, like I hope robot, to... Mate. Like a woke like <laughs> like robot. But in the, she's like, in the future, I hope to go to school and all this shit, have a home and family, and I was like, not going to happen, but whatever. It's nice to have dreams. Um, but then at the end of the video, they're like, they're like, what do you want to do? And she's like, destroy the human race. And they're like, ha, 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 ha. I'm like, dude, <laughs> not okay. Yeah. Um, uh, so anyway, it's called Handsome Robotics. If you look it up on YouTube, you can probably see the little bit, but they were like, they going on the yeah, I'm not okay with that. No, hell no. Yeah. Um, and then lastly, uh, for, before we get into Star Wars and then into spoiler stuff. Um, I do have a, I do have a, a conversation topic that I want to have with you. Okay. Well, let's do this first and then we yeah. can maybe, we'll, 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 we'll do the, you're not, we'll, prepa- you're not prepared for this. It'll be interesting. Ooh. It's going to be, it's going to be something around our worlds. My favorite. Yeah. 
Um, Gotham gets renewed for a third season. Yeah. What do you want to see? I, I want to see them flash, you know, go 20 years into the future. <laughs> yeah, I just want Batman. I mean, I mean <laughs> dude, now they're bringing fucking Clayface in. Yeah, I, mean? I saw that. I saw that. Um, I, I'm just, it, it, like I said before, there, it's, like, it's like that bad relationship. You just can't do that much with the world before it becomes the that world. You know what I mean? There's just critical things that need to, that need to happen in a certain order, and we're just we're we're moving away from that with how everything is unfolding. And I'm just not a fan of it, man. It just doesn't. It it's not. It's not what we need to do with those characters. And I, I just think that it eventually it's 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 going to fail. You know, it's going to yeah. fail. And it's going to fail badly. And unfortunately, I think the thing that it does do is it confuses those who aren't who aren't familiar with the source material and and they can't really appreciate it properly because the way it's being portrayed and it, and it causes confusion. You know? Yeah, well, I think also that, uh, like, because so many uh, kind of franchises are being true to the source material, that now Joe Public is starting to think that everything is being true to the source material, and it's not. That's a good point. Do you know what I mean? And I, I think that's that's a bit of a disservice. That's why we need, like, uh, you know, the true nerds of the world. When you're when you're at the, what is it, the, the people, water cooler? That's what people do, right? When you're at the when you're at the water cooler and somebody talks about it, make sure that you say, like, look, you know, um, I'm glad that don't don't belittle them, but you know, I'm I'm glad that you like it. I'm glad that people like it, but that's, <clears throat> I don't particularly care for it because it's not the character I know and it's not how I know the character. Yeah, maybe say, it's it's an interesting take. But I I appreciate, you know, the character being portrayed the classic way. I don't know. Don't be so average. You know, don't be a normal nerdy. Well, that's not how it happened in the comic book. Right, right, right. You're going to make so many friends that way. Exactly. Um, but yeah, dude, I just... Like, I like seeing some other stuff, and, and, and it's just background noise for me. I mean, literally, it's, it's not like I look forward to that show and like, oh, I can't wait. You know, Gotham's coming on. It's like, okay, I'll sit here and... and, and watch this in the background why I do something else entirely. Mm-hmm. And if that's what it's there for, then that's what it's there for. If you enjoy it, then we'll, then you win. Um, so let's do Star Wars. You don't want to get into this, this topic for Star Wars? Well, what's the topic? Let's do Star Wars. Let's get the news right, out of the way. Right, let's get the right, news right, out of the way. Right, right. So, uh, it's only two things. One is the Bloodlines book that is coming out in May, which is the uh, ECU and all of our listeners that means ex- expanded ca- canonized universe uh, they they released like a sample of it and in that book um, she Leia is referred to as Leia Organa Solo really? yes okay so they may have been like properly married and she may have taken his name and um, they divorced later and then divorced later hmm. interesting uh, unless you know, it's also you know, just to just to be devil's advocate or whatever. It's you know, books go through a number of editing processes, and it's just possible that this hasn't been edited out yet. Yeah. But in the initial, like they had some like teaser stuff, and like from a convention recently, they were handing out materials, and her name was referred to as Leia Organa Solo in the book. Interesting. Um, and then the other thing is, there's a description of a scene with Laura Dern. Uh, uh, whatever her name was from uh, Jurassic World, 
or Jurassic Park rather, Jurassic Park. Yeah. Um, she is in episode eight, and there is a uh, supposedly there's a. I don't know how much we want to read of this spoiler wise, but she's she's in some sort of a fight. Um, is there it's John, not. Is there John Dinosaur involved? No, no. Oh, well, damn. Um, but it definitely seems like she's playing some sort of military officer in the resistance. Hmm. Okay. Um, so that seems to be her role. You know, everybody like people went crazy with her. Do you know what I mean? Like when she was announced, people were like, "It's it's Oscar Isaac's mom." And people were like, no, she's kind of already been developed in the Marvel comics. And they're like, I mean, Ray's mom. Well, probably not. But, you know, so now we have, she's probably nobody's fucking mom. You know what I mean? She's probably just a new character. Um, and and then we have a question, but we can get to that after the uh, after the discussion. All right. You ready for this one? I don't know. Yeah, it's well, a mystery. This, this is the discussion that, that I've, that I think that's important to, the community it might affect like the nerd rage community and the skull face community a little bit different but um so we were talking about brave and brave if you're listening man i, I want you to come on bad as well because watch some of your stuff do a great job i was check- I listened to toy detox the other night uh really enjoying it and i thought that that uh i want to get brave on and have some political conversations man so we might have to do like a separate just just hang out chill conversation yeah. you know yeah. uh, he seems like a smart dude and um, so I, I kind of went down a rabbit hole of some other reviewers, and I, I don't watch that many toy reviews because, you know, my best friend's kind of a toy reviewer. Not a big deal. Some people oh, brag about it, not me. You. And so, you know, I usually get to see stuff right when you get it, and you get it pretty regularly. So it's not like I need to go out. And I'm one of those dudes, like, once I see something, I don't need to watch somebody else's perspective of it. You know what I mean? Like right. the only reason I need to watch a review is if I'm questioning whether or not I'm going to buy something. Right. Right. And, uh, I like, it's crazy, which fucking kills me is when people like you, you do a review, you give people your opinion on something, you know, the bet you, you take them along the journey of your experience with, with said item. Right. And you get that asshole who's already bought it, who wants to leave a fucking shitty comment because he disagrees with you. Say, well, dude, if you're fucking happy with your purchase, why are you wasting your time? Why are you wasting your time watching somebody else's opinion on it? Yeah. Obviously, obviously, you don't like it as much as you want, and you want to fucking justify your shitty purchase. Anyway, as I was watching this, apparently, and I don't want to start too much beef. You're probably gonna tell me, nah, dude, we can't talk about this. But like, there's a lot of of happening on about like people who are like e-begging and whatnot and like i i want to have a serious conversation about what is you know legit for people being compensated somehow some way in regards to the services they provide uh but and 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 what becomes unreasonable you know what i mean like if somebody caught if somebody called you up like hey man listen i love what you're doing you, you guys podcast is awesome I'm buying you guys new mics and donating them to the cause, to the nerd rage cause. Is that appropriate? You know, I know there's like stuff like, um, what is that? Patreon, Patreon, do that, that, that stuff. But I also understand there's motherfuckers out there who like, <laughs> who want to charge people like a dollar and like send them an email. Thank you. So they can go to some comic book convention or whatnot. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and I, 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 I think that it's, it's an interesting concept because, you know, you and I both know that there is a lot of work, and if you want to do more, you know, you got to find some way to cover the cost of it. And I'm not saying profit. There, there's a difference between profiting on something 
and like breaking even on something. Sure. You know what I mean? And also the profit can come in more forms than one. You know, sometimes a profit can be in the people you meet and the friendships that you establish and like the enrichment of your life, which you talk about all the time privately. I think sometimes you talk about it publicly as well. Yeah. Um, but there, there's a difference between like I'm spending a dollar and I'm making $3 off of this shit. You know what I mean? There, there's, there's a difference in, in that aspect. But, you know, being kind of a small business owner, myself, I understand that a lot of work and a lot of stuff goes into these things. And, like, how do you feel about stuff like the Kickstarter, Indiegogos, uh, the Patreons, and what we do? Um, yeah, I, I love this topic. I, I've touched on this on Shattercast a few times. But so I, I think it's a fine line. Right. And I, I think that it, it comes down to uh, like what you're going to do anyway. And what, what, what do you mean? By, what do you mean by that? Let me give you an example. I'm going to TFCon in October. Yeah. I'd love if you could come. Mm-hmm. Um, we have to talk about that, actually. Uh, but I, I, I would. I would love if you could come. And I'm, I'm going. I'm going regardless. Yeah. I'm going to go. I'm going to be there. I feel like the people expect me to be there. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be there for them. And it's going to be hard for me because I'm having a baby in August. Yep. Um, but I feel like I owe it. Is this the one in Chicago? Yes. I would love to go to Chicago. I feel like I owe it to the fandom. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like I owe it to people that support me. You know what I mean? Like, like, like I don't mean support me, you know, with money, but watch my shit and, you know, want to hang out or want to have a beer or want to, like, you know what I mean? Like, this is, I feel like I am obligated because I, I do – I got to practice what I preach, and what I preach is community, right? Absolutely. So I'm going. So I'm not going to get on the internet and ask people to give me money so I can go because mm-hmm. I'm going to go. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and if I didn't have the money, I would find a way to get it mm-hmm. because I'm going to go. But I would find a way to earn it. I wouldn't say, look, if you want me to go, pay for me to go. I, I, I think it's a bit audacious. Yeah, that is a that is a bit tacky. I agree. Um, now, a Star Trek convention. I'm not going to go. I don't really like Star Trek all that much. Mm-hmm. I think it's fine. I don't dislike it. You know what I mean? Yes. But like, I, I couldn't tell you. Like, my knowledge is very, very limited. I couldn't. I know that the next generation is literally the next generation. Um, yeah, it's like 80 years in the future. But I don't know, like. I don't know where Deep Space Nine is in, in chronological order. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and like, I, I know a handful of characters by name, and that's it. The, the shit that I've seen of Star Trek, I, I like, but I don't like enough to love. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's fine. Mm-hmm. But if somebody was like, look, man, I really want you to go to this Star Trek convention. Like, I've never been to one, and uh, there's one, let's say it was in Baltimore. Let's just, just to put it in a, in a convenient and a realistic circumstance, right? Yeah. There's a there's a huge Star Trek convention happening uh, in July in Baltimore. I really I, I live in Seattle, so I'm not going to be able to go. I really want want to have coverage of it, and I really want to know what you think of it in terms of how you think of it in regard in comparison to BotCon, TFCon, uh, Comic Cons, etc., uh, Star Wars Celebration, etc. I would like to pay for your ticket if you would go and make a video for. I think I'd take them up on that. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? If 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 schedule permits, um, but that's like a very specific thing, right? It's something that I wouldn't ordinarily do. 
um, that I'm now allowed the opportunity to do that only takes time and money. I mean, well, it's going to take money, right? Because I got to buy food or gas and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, but but mainly time and effort, I guess, would be more appropriate. So the, all like the editing for those sorts of videos is always more extensive. Yeah, and and all that kind of and all that kind of stuff. So that's a lot of work, additional work on my plate that I wasn't allotting for. So if somebody was like, look, man, this, you know, it's a $35 ticket. I'll, I'll buy your ticket. Just, just head on down there for me. Like I got to pay for gas. I got to pay for food, all that kind of stuff. I'll probably pick up some merchandise while I'm there to kind of for souvenir or whatever. So it'll even out, you know what I mean? I'm not going to, I'm not going to just walk away with $35 in my pocket or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I would probably take them up on it, but like, I wouldn't take them up on it for something I was like, they were like, look, I'd like to pay for your way to Baltimore comic con. I'm like, dude, I'm already going. Don't worry about it. You don't need to pay my way. I'm going there. I'm, yeah. I've, I'm going. Um, and then the other thing is, uh, people just giving money. I, I've, I've never allowed anyone to just give me money. Yeah. Um, and I've had, uh, I've had people like at shows, uh, come up like, especially like at TFCon, come up and be like, look, man, here's 20 bucks. Just keep doing what you're doing. And I've been like, no, if you're going to give me this 20 bucks, you're walking away from here with something off this table. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm yeah. not taking I'm not taking something for nothing. Yeah. Um, well, and, and see, this is where I think you and I do disagree on some aspects, some fundamental aspect of it. Because I do think that you are doing, you are providing a service of some sort. You are making your time. Now, I will say that there is a fine line. Like, all right, when you do a video, you're getting compensated, right? Not very much. But you are getting not very much. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, you you are there is compensation there Correct. in regards to the people people watch the videos, watch and, and and during that they're experiencing ads either before or after or during that they are giving their time to watch those ads. So companies are paying YouTube for the that time, and then YouTube is giving you a cut of that ad, right? Correct. So there is there is commerce that's going on. Correct. You know? Um. But I, I also think that, and and, it, and like I'm not saying that this is something that we need to we need to do personally. But it's just funny that the the discussion in the community, because like I do agree that some shit can be uncouth. You know what I mean? It can be like that's kind of fucked up. And and like the Baltimore Comic Con would be a perfect analogy. If somebody said to me, "Hey Adam, I want to pay for you to go out, go." Baltimore Comic Con, I'd be like the same thing. Like, no, I'm going there anyway. You don't have to pay for it. Now, if they were like, "Hey, man, I want to put you guys up in a hotel so you can do, you know, 48 hours worth of filming and you know do whatever," well, I might take them up on that because that's a different, that's a whole different thing. You know, like if Baltimore Comic Con came, like, "Hey, can you like cover our stuff and like help us do promotional videos and whatnot?" Like, yeah, I know, um, you know the guy who does Marvel in a DC. I'm a Marvel. I'm a DC. Yes, YouTube things. Like at one point, he was doing like New York Comic Con commercials, you know. And I don't know if he was getting paid or not. I'm just saying, like something like that. Like, okay, this is gonna. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take leave from work. You know, I'm not gonna get paid for for whatever. I gotta I gotta find that that compensation. And then there's some people who like who do things in the YouTube world, which is it is their full time job. You right. know what I mean, like they're doing a video like every day. They're doing podcast or whatever every day. And it comes down to it, like it is not a hobby anymore. It is their job. But like <laughs> some of these guys, like who who, you know, I know by their numbers are making money. You know what I mean? Like they're they're probably making you know five or six thousand bucks a month from fucking YouTube. And like th- them, there is an aspect of like, hey, send me a dollar and I'll send you a thank you card. 
you know, or send me five dollars, and I'll send you a postcard. Yeah, that's that that gets to be kind of fucked up. And we 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 see that as well in the in the uh, the convention world because you got guys who like want to charge you twenty bucks to take a picture with them with your fucking camera. Right. You know, and I know you got to make they they got to make their money too, and they got to live and everything. But there gets to be a point. It's like, well, you know, Jesus, I know the I know the people who are here are paying you, and I got to you know. If it's a signed photograph that you supplied of a headshot, yeah, I don't have a problem, you know, paying some money for that. But right. to use my own camera. But I will say too, that I do feel, and I'm not saying this is from you, because mm-hmm. you, you've never—I don't think I've seen you publicly speak about this in a video. And if you have, I, I don't you know, recall specifically. But I do think too, there is some like hate train going on, or some jealous. There, I, I do think people can get jealous as well because people are being. Are, are popular and they're getting a lot of attention. They're able to go to these things, and they've they figured out some how to way to make it profitable or make it make it happen. And my thing is is like, all right, let's say you have Joe reviewer and he's reviewing all the new Marvel DC comics or whatever, and he's like, hey, I want to go to San Diego Comic Con and interview you know Marvel CEO blah blah blah. If you guys want to see it, help me you know help me fund it yada 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 right. Well, if I want to fund him because I like his his product and there's a market for that and, and people keep on paying for him to go to that and, and they agree with that, I mean, that's between them. And I mean, that's got nothing to do with me. If I choose not to pay for it, you know, he's not making me pay for his stuff. And, you know, I, I and, and I'm not being made to accept money doing the same thing. So I, I don't really think there there should be that much hate on it. You know what I mean? Like... It, it's like it's kind of a personal choice. It's like, do you give money uh, to your sure, church? Sure, you know. But I also think it, I also think that it's like it's it, in some regard, it's like it's a it's a it's a sign of character, right? That might be true. So like, like uh, so, am I on, on take my skull face Facebook page, right? Mm-hmm. There's probably like I, I I get contacted fairly frequently by by new people, and it's always you know a pleasure to meet new people and all that kind of stuff. And then there's probably like ten to fifteen people that are writing me on a daily basis. Yeah, and I reply as I can, and I think I'm pretty good about keeping in contact with everyone because okay. I I, I want to offer that right as yeah a, absolutely you right wanna, you want to connect with the community exactly yeah now there are people that I have talked to uh, over the course of the two years that are young people you know yeah. like young people. And I know if I wanted to, I could market on that. You know, if I wanted to be like... You take advantage of them. Exactly. Yeah. And I would not be able to live with myself. Yeah. Like, I would, like, I couldn't stand the idea of some kid working at Burger King while he's in high school sending me $30 so that I could go to some show. I I couldn't, I couldn't live with that shit. Mm -hmm. Because... I know that that young man needs to be putting that money towards something that matters. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I will, I will say, like, and and I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you in regards to he needs to be putting something a way that matters. Mm-hmm. But I will say that you know that's his journey and that's cho- his choice of of where he sends that money to. I I totally you know? agree. But I'm not going to be the one to capitalize on that. Yeah. Now. I will offer a direct service, so to speak. Do you know what I mean? Like, if if you want to, if I do a piece of art and you want to buy that piece of art, you can have it. Well, so let me ask you that then, because this is this is the the, the part that I have a a, a difficulty understanding. 
Okay. Isn't somebody who's editing a video and posting that up, isn't it the same thing as, as, as making a piece of art? I don't think so. Why? And I'll, I'll, t- I'll, I'll tell you Cause why. Because it's easier? No, 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 no. Um, in, in some ways, it's not. You know, like, if, if I got to go to, like, like, when I go to Chicago, it's not going to be easy. Yeah. Because um, it's something tangible, then. It, it's something tangible. And not only that, it's something for, from me to you. And you benefit from it, and well, I benefit well, from it. Well, what if I, you know, what if you sell me a print that you made for somebody else? You know, like, I, you know, I want to, I want this poster and this poster and this poster of stuff that you've already done. It's not like it's specialized in it. But it's the same thing, but not everyone has access to that. What you're you not, you're not, you're not paying me, like, when, when you pay me for, let's say you want a commission of the Back to the Future DeLorean. Yeah. And you pay me for that. And I do that DeLorean. And I ask you, which I always ask everyone, do you want this to be exclusive to you? Or, well, well, what if I don't want an exclusive thing? What if I just want something that you made mo- for everybody else? Most most don't. Most want something that they, I've made for some for someone else. Or if they want me, if they commission me to do a piece, they want me to sell prints of it because they don't want to pay that exclusive price, right? Yeah. But when I do that and I send it to you, I'm not sending it to everyone. Mm-hmm. If someone else wants to buy that as well, that's another interaction between me and that person it's not like you're paying for it and everyone instantly benefits from it i hear you and 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 that's 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 where my my issue with that kind of lies and i like don't get me wrong i'm all about getting paid for your work Mm -hmm. um but i feel like it it comes down to a person's principles and and whether or not like you don't i don't ever see and and this isn't about like i like i I don't have any fucking problems with anybody in in this in this youtube world mm -hmm. right but i've never seen anyone say pay me to go to some shit i don't want to go to okay but do you think that you still there yeah all right man i want to go to england yeah yeah but I'm not like I want to go. I really want to go. And if there's a if there's a Star Wars show there, all the better. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to ask anybody to pay for that because I do want to go in my heart. That, that would be I, I I would know in my heart I would be using them to get what I want. But let so but at what level does that change? Like I guess it, when, it, when it's when it, when it, when it is just work. When it's your full time job. When it is just work. Yeah. You know when it is something that you wouldn't do unless you were getting paid to do it. So I know I will, and and I've had experiences in in other avenues with this, and and a lot of money, a lot of time goes into stuff. Mm -hmm. And I I do think that, I think that the difference is is that there's a separation from something that's a hobby that you're still passionate about and something that's your job. Sure. You know what I mean? And like, you know, you you still feel that this is 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 a hobby, you know? Like you're doing absolutely, you're doing so, this. So, so so does my tax representative. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, so you're you're doing this for the love of the community. You're doing this for the love of the culture. I mean, even DMH. I mean, like DMH started out with an idea of like, you know, somebody should you know draw stuff and and you know keep it true to form. And you were like, well, hell yeah, let's do that. And you found a way to not only do that. But like to give back to the community, you know, and not being properly compensated from your from your time, you know, it's like a, it's a it's almost like a I don't want to say it's a charity, 
But I mean, there's a charitable aspect. Yeah, there's a charitable of it. aspect. We we we, we donate a, a, por- a, pro- a portion of the proceeds, regardless yeah. of, of of like every year. So like, we, like DMH donates ten percent minimum every year. Mm-hmm. Now take 2013, which I think is the year it first started. Yeah, we we didn't like my 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 rule of thumb is that it never goes under a hundred bucks. And I can tell you, my first year, I did not profit a thousand bucks. Yeah, but we still donated a hundred bucks. Yeah, you know, and we donated to, to different. So far, we done we did uh, the National Fallen Firefighter Foundation the first year. Second year, we did Concerns of Police Survivors, and then just this year, we did Wounded Warriors. Yeah, and the, the idea behind DMH is that we're defending our myths, which is you know Transformers, GI Joe. Superman, Batman, etc. Oh by, by by depicting them as we know them, you know, not not making uh, Deadpool a guy with his mouth sewn shut. Yeah. Um. And then def- and sorry, defending our myths and heroes, like giving back to our modern day heroes. That's what DMH is is about, and that's something that you and I came up with. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, um, and is it a marketing tool? Absolutely. Yeah. But it, it but it doesn't but it doesn't take away from the validity of it. No, and and actually didn't even start off as a marketing tool. No, I think that was like before Skullface reviews ever even took form. Yeah, it was a year. It was a whole year before Skullface reviews. Yeah. And 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 um the the, the DMA shit started because like for for those listening, like my my father was was a fireman. Like I I was I was raised around firemen my whole life. Uh, I did. My mom was never there, so like my all my dad's friends and shift mates and all that kind of stuff were my uncles. Like, yeah. it wasn't until my teenage years where I realized that they weren't my blood uncles. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, one of the guys who my dad knew, uh, who was still on the job, like he was a young man when my dad was there, and then he was retired by the time I grew up. He got cancer. My father told me. I talked to the guy. He told me that three other guys in the, in the same department had cancer. So I did a drawing of Inferno, Ratchet, and Red Alert and auctioned it off at a silent auction to help raise money for, for them. And that's that's kind of that, like that was like the nail in the, in the coffin, so to speak, for, for truly lack of a better term. Yeah. Of um of how of how DMH started, but that, but but yeah, but that's all like you know like like I, I, it's not it's not about like you know I I am I am this guy I'm this guy, but I, like everything that I've done as far as DMH, Skullface reviews, Shattercast, Nerve Rage Radio, it's it's none of it none of it has ever asked for money for nothing. Yeah, and and like it's the same thing. Like like you and I have talked about like Patreon stuff for Nerd Rage, and I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm all for it. But if we do Patreon stuff, you know, we want to do more stuff. Yeah, you know, it, 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 hard. exactly. Like so, like if someone were to donate to like a Patreon, a Nerd Rage Patreon, like we, we we've talked about, you know, like additional shows, movie commentaries, um, you know, stuff like that, which would just be, you know, it would just be extra incentive. And, but, but it would never be like a lot of YouTubers have, like, here's a Patreon, just contribute if you feel like it. Yeah. That I'm yeah. not comfortable because I, I, I'm not just in my real world life, in my professional life and in my hobby life, I'm not comfortable having my hand out. Yeah. And it's funny, man. Like you and I have both had, we both had issues with people in the past that always got their hand out. Right. And I think, and then it's part of it as well. It's like that. It's like, you don't want to. It's like you don't want to resemble that at all to, to right. the point where you almost go to extreme extreme levels. Yeah. You know I mean, which is but as long as as long as as long as like you know, like as long as I'm comfortable in my own skin, 
Do you know what I mean? Like that, because like, as long as what I'm I'm doing, and, and this is beyond Skullface shit, like in real world life, and stuff. So, you know, I got kids. I want my I want to be I want to be the person my kids think I am, which yeah. I know sometimes I'm not. You know, but like as as long as I am, like I can take pride in what I do and and say that I I, I I'm comfortable in doing that, and you know, then I I feel good about it. Oh yeah, man. Um, so do, do you think this this problem is that right? You know, rampant. I don't think I don't think it's it's I, I think it's it's common, but like I don't really see I don't really personally care. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean when it comes to other people, right? Yeah. So like I don't care if you want to have if you want to set up a, a Patreon so that you can go to Disney World with your kids, right? Let's let's take it let's take it on an extreme. Yeah. So you you have a YouTube channel, you're in the community, blah 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 blah. As a result, you're working hard on the YouTube channel. You're only doing you know YouTube stuff. You got a video out every day. They're pretty involved videos. You never get time to get away. The YouTube money isn't what it used to be, and you want to take the kids to Disney World. You're asking your fans to pay for it for all the content you've given them over the years, right? Mm-hmm. If that's you, and you set up that GoFundMe, or you set up that Kickstarter, or you set up that Indiegogo, or whatever it is that you do, and enough fucking people pay for it, and you get to go, good for you, and in my opinion, maybe shame on them. I don't know. But, like, you know, either way, fine. I don't care. That's your business, and that's their business. That's how they decided to spend their money in, in, in the fucking way that you decide to do business. But I am not going to be that guy. Yeah. And on, on a separate note, like, because I don't really think that's outside the laws of possibility in this goddamn fandom sometimes. Yeah. Like, when I take my kids to Disney World, I, I took, I've taken my oldest already. But, like, when I, when I do the – I got a third one on the way, so we'll probably wait about five years and do, like, the ultra-mega two-week Disney World extravaganza, right? Yep. And when that day comes, that's going to be a, a Russman Skullface joint trip. I'm up for that. <laughs> when that day comes, they're going to have the time of their lives. And in 20 years, they're going to look back and they're going to say, Dad bust his ass so that he could take me to fucking Disney World. Mm-hmm. They're not going to say, Dad asked a bunch of internet nerds for fucking. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and that yeah. shit means something to me. Yeah. Well, you know what? I, 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 I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, and I, and I think more, I think the difference that, that you and I have on this is that like, there's, there's like, there's podcasts that I pay money, I pay money for, right you now. Uh, one of my favorite, like, I love a good spooky story. And I think I've talked about this podcast before. One of my favorite podcasts is uh, mysterious universe. And, uh, I think, um, uh, Lunghole put me onto that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, I had a great, that show is wildly entertaining. They always talk about crazy shit and, you know, most of it's just, you know, fantastic ghosts and goblins type shit, some Bigfoot stuff. And it's not like I fucking believe in that. I just find it entertaining to listen to that shit, right? And I pay, I think it's eight bucks a month. I get like 45 minutes on their Wednesday show because they do one show uh, one show a week every Wednesday. So they do like a two-hour show and then like an extra 45 minutes. And then they have a special show on Monday that's two hours. So you know, I'm playing for three hours of entertainment a week. You know, that's 12 hours of entertainment a month, and for seven ninety nine, I'm good. You know, I, that seems like a fair thing. They, those guys keep on entertaining me, and I'm more than happy to pay for that. And I think it's fine. I don't think that's e begging at all. No, I, um, I, I, as long as like you're getting exclusive shows, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah like I, I think that that's fine. I th- like because you're paying for an additional service. Yeah. Like, and, and I feel like I feel like that's I feel like that's legit. <clears throat> but my other thing is like I like I like to give back, right? So, like. Like Skullfest, like I think you know what your biggest problem is. 
Heart's too big. Heart's too big. Heart's too big. That's what it is. But like Skullfest, you know what I mean? Like I want Skullfest to be a thing. Yeah. You know, like and, and it, it, so far it's good. But like every year I invite a handful of people. I think last year we had like between 20 and 30. This year it looks like it's going to be between 30 and 40. You might have to change the venue, bro. We might have to. But but <clears throat> but it's a 24-hour party. Yeah. At my house where I've had people at my house that I've never met before, ever. And you're welcome into my house where my wife sleeps, where my children Play with their Come toys. play with their toys. <laughs> um, and and uh, like you know, and, and I provide lunch, I provide dinner, I provide dessert, and I provide brunch the next morning. All you have to do is bring your own liquor, and we just hang out and chill. And like that, I mean, I know people have to drive and they have to commute and all that kind of stuff, and that that's work on their end. But I, I'm providing everything else. I'm providing the venue. I'm providing the food. I'm providing the the chills, right, so to speak. So. Like, that's my way of giving back. And, like, everybody gets together. Like, from like last year we had people from North Carolina and New Jersey. And, like, you know, like oh, yeah. one, somebody was going to come from Iowa. And, like, like to sit together in a room, like, with, with no dealer rooms, no stand in line for something else. Just sit together, crack some fucking beers, and laugh and talk and bullshit. Like, that, like, just to get people to show up to that is, like, for, for my, like... It's more of a payoff for me, I feel like. You know, like, I'm like, fuck, this is awesome. You know, but but it's actually a, it's an attempt to open up the doors for others. You know? And, yeah. like, like you know, we've helped, like, we've helped, I mean, like, like, Realm of Collectors, right? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, shout out to Jisk and, and, and uh, Pinkerton and fucking Dust and all those guys, like, uh, Rolling Steel, like, like good dudes. Jay Ruse, Ace, like, the, the, the whole crew, like, they're good dudes. And, um... You know, when they were coming up, they were showing us a lot of love on Instagram, showing Skullface a lot of love on Instagram and Shattered Cast. And, like, then they started doing their own show. And, like, I know that we have inspired them. And I know that we have helped them by shouting them out on platforms where we already had the audience. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And now, like, I've seen them, like, mature into their own thing. Mm-hmm. And, like, that for me is, like, a, a way of, of giving back too in a way where it's, like – Look, like, you know, we kind of got our foot in this door. Now let's fucking drag everybody in that we can. Yeah. To, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's, and, and like, I, I love that. Like, and, and now it's becoming like, like, it used to be like, I would listen to Realm of Collectors and they would have like, uh, like guys in the chat room. And like 80% of them would all be like Shattered Cast listeners that I knew by name. You know, when they would be like, shout out to so-and-so, so-and-so, so-and-so on the chat room, I'd be like, yep, I know them, 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 But now we're getting people like on Shattered Cast commenting, saying, look, I'm coming from Realm of Collectors, and now I'm listening to Shattered Cast, and, you know, how awesome is that? And, like, it's just, it's cool, because now it's like both hands like, are walking like, the other. It's like painted forward. Exactly. Yeah. And, and like, but, like, you know, that that's, that's the, that's like the real fucking meat and potatoes of this shit, man. The, it's like, the, it's building that community. The real reason, though, I, I kind of, I wanted to get into this is because, <clears throat> excuse me. I have seen that, like, when these judgments, like, on stuff like this do start to break a community up because people kind of feel like they have to have a, a side, you know, to like, hey, this is, the, uh, this is the right way to do it or this is the right way to do it. And if you don't agree with me, you're one of those guys. Mm-hmm. And it just start breaking it down. And, like, you know, one thing, it's like, like you kind of said it right and not to, not to twist your words or anything, but it's like, you know, if, that, if you choose to do something like that, that's, that's fine. That's your choice. I don't, I don't necessarily agree with it, but it's not like it's, it's right or wrong or I'm right or wrong. I said, this is what's just right for me. 
Yeah. That might be what's right for you. And I think that's important to to put out there because I, I do, you know, like I'm very familiar with YouTube. And you know, I, I see that the like the jealousy and the stuff that, that can happen when people start to get successful. And it's like, you know, let people live, man. And I will tell you, man, and I, I this is from personal experience. Nobody wants to tear you down more than somebody who used to love you. Yeah, you know? no doubt. That like and and you know, that's one thing that, you know, I, I've told you about and whatnot, like you got a you got a good number of subscribers, but at one point, you know, you can't keep talking to everybody because it's the rule of numbers. You get five thousand subscribers. What happens when you have fifty thousand subscribers? Right. You know, um, then all of a sudden, you know, your 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 ability to do this is is it's going to take up so much time. And like, you know, what if it, it just gets to a point where it, you, it breaks down at one point? And you got to you have to say no to doing things. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's like one of those hard choices. Like, all right, do we change? Like, this thing is going a certain way, right? Do we change it and turn it into something else because it's evolved to something else? And sometimes it's okay. Sometimes it's not okay. Sometimes you just want to keep it the way it is. You know, and it's funny because, you know, I do some consulting and everything. And I'm always like, whenever I'm working with anybody else on a project, it always comes to mind, like, all right, what's the next step? What's the next step? And it took me a while for one dude who was like, dude, stop. I'm good. This is what I want. I'm, I've reached the top of the mountain. You know, I, I can see that there's another peak over there, but this is the peak that I want to be. This is where I want to build my house. Right, right, right. You know? I've, I, and I've thought about that too, you know, you know like, yeah, and, I'm, I'm kind of like, I'm, I mean, I'm going through like a dry spell right now as far as toys, right? Yeah. So like yeah. I've had to come up with other stuff. I've had to do older toys. I've had to do cribs videos. I've had to do comic stuff, like just in order to kind of keep the ball rolling. But like, I have stopped and asked myself, like. Do I need do I need to do these videos in order to grow or am I okay? Yeah. Yeah. Um, can I just wait for the next one? But like, I know but like I then then like I get you know, you get these like you get these emails from people that are like, man, like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, like I have my routine of watching the Skullface video while I eat my fucking apple jacks or whatever the fuck. Yeah, you know, yeah. and like so like I, I want I, I want to be able to I don't I, like I know what it's like I'm a fan of shit you know what I mean and yeah. I, I would be bummed out if it wasn't there my Friday morning with my bowl of apple jacks yeah I hear you it's it's difficult but it, it and, and so it's at at one point there's this there's this murky area where it's like okay well if this is gonna become that then it's gonna become a job right you know and then it's like a contract you know and like, and, it, and it has to be able to sustain it's that like give and take right exactly uh, yeah like. Like I went to uh, for those listening, like I went to therapy, right? I went to a real life therapy, not Francis therapy, and I went to therapy for six weeks. My 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 wife, I had like I, I had lost two friends. One died in a car wreck, and then another one died of a, a drug overdose. And then three years prior to that, I lost my grandmother, which was like a big hit for me. And uh, I was just I was drowning, right? And <clears throat> my wife uh, really really wanted me to to go to therapy, and my wife never asks me for a fucking thing. And so I said, yes, I said on, on a couple conditions, it had to be a female. Cause I'm not looking weak, weak in front of no dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it, it would have to be, they would have to accept my insurance cause I'm not going to pay a whole bunch of money for it. Uh, and I would be able to stop after the four weeks if I wanted to. So I went to therapy for, for four weeks and we could talk more about what happened there on future episodes. Um, but I'll only talk about it as it kind of pertains to the subject matter at hand. But like one thing is like my, my friendships are dear to me and like I never had much of a family growing up. So I always treated my friends like family and sometimes that's not reciprocated and I'm okay with that. Mm. 
Um, but it's when it's not, it doesn't come through on my end where it, it does serve as a problem. Like, um, if somebody invites me, like take our good friend, Mikey shoulders, right? Um, like I never get in, like, he's a dear friend of mine, but I, I never get invited to like his kids' birthday parties or anything like that. And I'm cool with that. I'm fine with it. Do you know what I mean? doesn't bother me in the least, but I invite him to my kids' birthday parties and shit. And if he doesn't show up, it's a big hit for me because I do think of him as family. So it would be like your mom not showing up to your kid's party. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? Um, and so, so like what she told me is something I have like applied to my life. This lady, she was like, every relationship, doesn't matter how pure it is, whether it's your kid or your parents or your friend or your wife, whatever is based on give and take and, and the accepted and pre kind of unspoken determined amount of give and take you both provide for one another. Yeah. And right now in terms of like my, my viewers, I feel like, I feel like I give an awful lot and I don't take a whole lot. Right. Um, yeah, but, but that like, let me, let me blow your mind there, but that mindset and that view is actually a payment to you. Cause you feel like you're kind of like doing this, doing this out of love. You know what I mean? There's always like layers of motives. You know what I mean? Right. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Abs- absolutely. There's like, there's just the gratification. Yeah. And that, like, that you have somebody to share it with. And like you know, I'll be honest. Like, like I, and I've said this before that like that that love is it is important to me. Yeah, you know what I mean, like I I do really dig the fact that what I'm doing, regardless of what it seems to be, you know what I mean, whether it's Nerd Rage or Shattercast or a, a review or a Cribs video or a, a rant video or a what or a music like a music video, like whatever it is, is generating a passionate response. Yeah, like people usually love it where they hate it and I'm and I'm good with that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like as long as what I am doing is making like an impact kind of on someone. Yeah. I'm good with it. Um I mean that that's it, it that is the same reason that trolls troll because regardless of what happens if you start interacting with them they're getting something out of it. You yeah. You know what I mean? So like people watching your stuff you're getting something out of it. People responding to you are getting something out of it, you know. Little 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 splash of dopamine in your system. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's do this more often. But yeah, to, to, just to get back to the the overall premise, like um, like I I do think of this in terms of a business, mm-hmm. um, but I also think of it in terms of community. So those two things do come at odds sometimes, like especially with with commissions. Like yeah. that's I kind of take my biggest hit because like when you start breaking down when I'm getting paid hourly for some of these commissions I take, it's like two dollars and thirty seven cents an hour or some shit. Like Laura Cal- yeah. um. So, like, that is definitely, you know, a, a loss, but I'm happy to do it because, I mean, who the fuck am I that I should be getting paid more to scribble yeah. into paper? Well, it, it's it's funny, man. Like, I started I, – I took my first commission for painting. Uh-huh. Um, nice. And, it, and it's something – like a drop pot, but it's, it's a, it's a you know, buddy of mine in the club. And I'm, now, you know, this dude, like, we're, we're, we're friends through this medium. You know what I mean? Like, I don't even have a cell phone number. You know, we communicate with the Facebook. And I like the dude. Don't get me wrong. Like, I've sure. made comments to him before, like, hey, we should hang out more often has similar views and there's some shared stuff there. But anyway, so he brought me three things to work on. And I'm like, he's like, what? I was like, you know, there's a question. Well, how much do you do you want, me, do you want to charge for these? And I'm like, I was like, dude, I don't know. So basically the deal was like, let me do one. Let me see how long it takes you to do. And it's yours. Just do it as a friend. And like, if you like the quality and you can cut, co- you come up with a, a price that you feel is appropriate 
and if I feel that it, it's worth my time, you know, I'll I'll finish the other two. If not, you know, whatever. And like we, I've even thought about, hey, why don't you like cut cut the sprues and save me an hour or whatever? But like the whole one piece took me three hours, which mm-hmm. is not that long. But I mean, you know, even like you know minimum wage, that's you know that's that's pretty good penny um, of work going into and like, and I don't know if that's worth, you know, like, dude, I'm only getting paid that for this, you know? And so, you know, there, there has to be a, a give and take. And it's funny though, because there's some guys out there, like I look at commissions and stuff too, because there's some stuff that I have that like, I don't feel like painting, but like, I want to get it painted just so I can play with it. And I'm like, you know, maybe I'll commission somebody to paint my, you know, some of this shit. Like I got like a chaos army that I inherited through somebody. I, I never really want to, uh, you know, play it, but I'll get it painted. And, um, you know, sometimes I'll, I'll, the price I'm like, oh, fuck, no, it's not worth, it's not worth me to pay you that, you know, for principal reasons, you know, like I, I, I want to, and I could do that myself for much cheaper, but sometimes it's like, all right, that's, that's worthwhile, but it's, it's hard to find that happy medium, you know? Yeah. You know, artists is hard, man. I, I got a good buddy of mine, um, who we, he just had a, a art show, uh, last Thursday and he's kind of like up and coming in the area that he lives in. And he's, he's, he, I've known this guy for years and I knew he was an artist, before i mean he's like one of these guys who plays guitar and then you know he's, mu- he's, he's smart with music and he, and he paints and everything and i bought one of his pieces and like i bought it for a hundred bucks um and there's other stuff he's had at previous shows that he sold all of it i'm like damn dude i, I want to you know this it's a wide range of stuff um and like i know how much time and effort he puts into this i mean like one piece took him 18 hours and he's selling it for a hundred bucks hmm. you know now He's one of those guys that maybe two or three years once he gets well known, he could sell that same piece for like eight thousand bucks. Right. right. Because that's how that world is. You know, but it's like I look at that and I'm like, fuck, you know, these guys, you know, it's all it's the totality of of the of the work. You know what I mean? Like, you know, yeah, somebody's getting paid, you know, eight thousand dollars for for a piece of work or whatever, but I mean he they spent fucking ten, fifteen years working for pennies. You know, scraping by, and this guy like makes good money, like for his real job, and like every cent goes into to his art. You know what I mean? Like he gets off of work, he goes, he paints. You know what I mean? If he's if he's taking a day off, it's because he's got some kind of you know stuff going on at the gallery or whatever. And he just and that's just he's putting the grind. And the same thing I've seen with music, people with music. You know, they they just put everything to it, and and they're spending a bunch of money and never getting anything out of it. And it's that that one chance that they get to share it with a group of people. And at that point, it's like, hell yeah, get fucking paid, man. You know, you fucking earned it. It's work. Yeah. Now, the other thing is, is and just to kind of close this up so we can get to these other couple things before we get out of here, is uh, the one thing that I had to be careful of personally mm-hmm. is, and like you you know me, so you know how I am, but like, like I'll open my arms. Do you know what I mean? Like I'll open my arms and let everyone in. And let the herd in. <laughs> I, you know, I will. Like, I, like I'll be like, look, like, you know, like Mikasa Sukasa, like, your family now, like, come in, like, here we are, let's all, let's all hang out, and, and sometimes I have to be aware that, like, we aren't friends. Yeah. You know, there's some people that we, we are, like, we've established relationships, like, uh, I, I hate naming people because I, I don't, then, then it's always the one guy that doesn't get named that feels like, well, what about us, are we, are we friends? But, like, you know, like, just Joe KW, Jisk, Brandon, uh, Baltimore Brandon, um, Hong Nago, uh, you, you know, Pinkerton, like dust, like people that I, I communicate with fairly re- brave Tyler, like, like we're friends. Yeah. Like, I, like some of us, we never even met, but I, I, I just know we're friends. 
Um, it's funny. You used, but, to get, you used to get on me about that, too, and now you know. Yeah. You used to always be like, oh, you got internet friends? Yeah. You got internet and, friends? But, but, but why is that, though? You know what I mean? Like, it's because of how seriously I do take friendship. Well, no, no, but I'm saying, like, it's, it's like the internet friend thing is, like, something that's it's still pretty new. I mean, yeah, we've had the internet for a while, but, like, you can, like, I, dude, I had the same, dude, I had a fucking business partner that I never met. Like, right. working with a guy for, like, we owned a business together for, like, six months, never met. Right. You know what I mean? And it's just, and like, the internet is just a funny, it's just a funny place. But, know? like, let me, let me, let me give you an example, though. So, like, uh, I was at, when I was at TFCon this past year, um, I saw uh, this guy, Broman, right? And he is a YouTube reviewer. I I I don't know him like off the top of my head like where, where he's at in the in the echelon of YouTube reviewers. But I, I think he's like I think he's in the like I think him and I are in the same kind of place if I were just to guess. Um, but I've seen some of his videos and I think that like he does some of the best transformations like on camera. Yeah, he's very detailed about them. Like he shows you each tab and each port and each like where how it bends in order to connect. Like I think he's brilliant at it. Um. So I walked up to him, and I was like, "Hey, are you bro man?" Because I, I recognized his voice. Yeah. And he was like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Look, I'm, like, uh, I'm good to meet you." And we talked, exchanged, you know, kind of mutual respect and pleasantries from one another. Yeah. And then I was like, "Look, do you want to be in this music video that I'm doing for Burn? Um, you know, I'd love to have you as a cameo in it because I'm, I'm a fan of what you do." And he was like, "Yeah." So I got the camera out, and then he was like, "Is there any cursing in it?" And I was like, there won't be on the video, which was a true statement. Um, but then, like, you know, I, when I was sitting on that footage and I was putting the video together, I was like, man, like, I don't really know this dude. You know, like, I, I don't, let, let me say this. Like, it's cool. There's no issue. Like, we had a good time. Like, we had a good rapport yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. You know? I don't because I, some, like, I got some of my goons out there on the Internet will, like, go light his page up. Like, do not. Like, he's a good dude. Um, but I had to sit there and think like, I don't really know this dude, you know, he may, he may have some, like some philosophical issues with what I'm doing in terms of this content. Yeah. So I'm going to, I left him out of the video because I didn't want him to be a part of something that he may not want to be a part of. Yeah. You know, so like I I had to really come to terms like, this is not my buddy. This is just, this is a peer. Yeah. You know? So like, you talked to him about it before. He's expecting to see himself in there. Uh, no, I, yeah, I talked to him about it before. Um, just, just you know, when we shot the footage, but I didn't talk. I haven't talked to him since because I just we haven't bumped into one another since. But like, I, I just I made a tactical decision to be like, look, I'm gonna go ahead and leave, even though I wanted him to be in it. I'm gonna leave him out of it because like, you know, he may not like, even though that we're, we weren't really beating up the troll or anything. Like, it was all about beating up the troll's computer and then kind of turning the troll. Yeah. Um, to the to the light side of the force bring him into the community so to speak mm. like like who knows like I, I don't really know that dude well enough to you know he might be like look man i detest violence and all you know so even violence against the computer i'm not okay with you probably uh, talk to him and probably be upset hey dude i thought i was gonna be in it man what the hell <laughs> no yeah maybe maybe but like you know like but i i just i didn't know but I, yeah. that was one of those things where i was like man like i don't like you can't take you can't take what you what you think you might know about a person and 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 apply that to them. You know, you can only go off of what you really know. Absolutely. And what I knew is that he was sensitive about the language. So just to avoid any kind of potential issue with the dude, I just respect for him. That, that exactly. That's what it came down to was a matter of respect, I guess. But, but it, yeah, it's just, uh, you know, it's funny about that, 
that subject is that I do know a couple people that they, I had this one buddy who like never cussed mm-hmm. and like I tried not to cuss around him. You know, I was respectful to his beliefs because this came down to like a religious thing for him, you know, and you know, he didn't care if I cussed, you know, like, it wasn't like, like, it's like, ah, Adam, you shouldn't do that. You gotta save your soul type of thing. It's just, that was his choice and whatnot. And it's difficult. Um, it's difficult to deal with that. Like, you know, you have this really different belief in, in these things. Like, I think that, I think that, that cuss words and whatnot are a way to express yourself. And I, and, and, you know, and it's like, I think that there's a place, a place and time for it. Um, every time. Yeah. And I also think, you know, in regards to what we do on, on this podcast, especially fucking beer and bolters, because that's even, I think that's even worse. I mean, that we do for like the lulls. Like that's, that is like more of an entertainment type thing. People aren't listening to beer and bolters to get fucking tactical information on how to roll dice or whatnot, or how to make army lists. We're just getting on there and just bullshitting about what we want to do. Even, even less, you know, philosophical than, than this podcast. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and like, you know, if that's not your taste, that's not your taste. And I respect that. Not, you know, not everybody's got to like the dirty joke. You know, I'm one that is a fan. Right, right, right. You know? So. Um, we did get a, a question this week. Oh, did we? Shoot. So this is from Darren. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Darren. This is the second question he's asked, so he's one of he's one of our few question askers. Um, much appreciated. We can always use more questions, folks, to those listening. But he asked top five lightsabers. Ooh. Hmm. <sighs> is it is this in any particular order? Uh, let's go no, just for the sake of, uh, of easiness. Um, Luke's Return of the Jedi one has always been a special, has, has always had a special place in my heart. I don't know why. Okay. Um, I guess because it was green and like, you know, you weren't used to it being green. Um, I was like kind of shocked by that when I first saw it. Like, holy shit, they're green? They're only blue and red. Um, I just like the way it looks and, uh, the way it feels in your hand. Uh, so that's one of my my faves um Darth Maul's because again that was one of those things where you're like fuck you know holy shit just blew your mind the first time you saw it uh so definitely that one uh there's something that uh that Darth Vader's has as well it just seemed powerful right you know? right so I like that one I uh I used to think that I liked Qui-Gon's lightsaber until I fucking saw it and it's so square and boxy, not a fan. But Obi-Wan's episode one lightsaber is pretty badass. And then I think I'm going to go with Kylo, man. Kylo's yeah. lightsaber is fucking, it's, it's a beast. You know that the the sound that it makes is actually yeah. a, cat, a cat purring? Really? Yeah, that chainsaw sound. I do they, love they that chainsaw that, sound. They sampled that from a cat purring. That's awesome. Um, I will tell you my least favorite lightsaber. What is that? What do you think it is? I want to take a guess. Mm, Dooku's. Nope. I'm actually a fan of Dooku's. Mace. Mm-mm. Well, that purple. <laughs> I love the purple too, but his hilt does look like a dildo. Well, I was going to say, actually, it's fucking Sidious's. Sidious looks like a dildo for real. So does Mace's. Uh, not as much as, I mean, like, not as much as, as, as Sidious's for me. It's like that organic dildo. You know what I mean? Like, Mace's looks like that mechanical dildo. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. I do. <laughs> I do. Um, uh, it's funny because it's true. So mine, my number one is Darth Maul's, um, and it's really man, it's like that shit is like my fucking Pearl Harbor, dude. Like, 
it was like it, it was like the day I'll never forget. Like the first time I saw it. Do yeah, you know what I, I mean? Feel you, dude. Like when I saw it for the first time, like in that trailer when he lit the other side of it. Stop the press. Who was that? I lost my mind. Like yeah. uh, I'll never forget. Like I saw it during the premiere of Waterboy. I went to Mario's house right afterwards. And told, and I like I remember telling the story. I was like, so this dude, this new Sith Lord, he looks like the fucking devil, and he he lights up his lightsaber, then he lights up the other side, and like, what? And like just hearing like people in the room were like, what? Um, but uh, but yeah, and I just looked up Sidious lightsaber, and I totally agree with your mechanical versus uh, organic yep. explanation. Um, my First number. Time we've ever agreed about anything. <laughs> yeah, check. Um. My number two would probably be Anakin's. Um, episode two? Episode one? Uh, like, you know, Ray's. Okay. Okay. Um, it's just something about it, man. It's something. It, it, it's it's just that, that classic look with that blue light. Like, yeah. it's, it's just like when I think of Star Wars, like, that's the first lightsaber I think of. Um, for three, I love Asajj Ventress's lightsabers. Like, they're, they're kind of like Dooku's, but they're, they have those, those ribbon, like, they're wrapped up. Yeah. Um. And then I like uh, this. This is getting a little EUE, but uh, I like Darth Nil's lightsaber. He's kind of got like a, it's like a staff, but it's got like a lightsaber that comes out of one end. Mm-hmm. Um, I just kind of dig the way it looks. And then I, I my, my, my number five would be Kylo's. Um, Have you seen the pictures where they had Ray's staff with the lightsaber out of yeah. each side? Yes. That would be fucking cool. It would be. I, I don't would, think that's going to happen. I know it's not going to happen, but I would be fucking down with that. Like, um, like the the like the staff itself was made of that shit that lightsabers can't cut through, um, but it yeah. also had a lightsaber tip, just the tip. Um, and yeah, that would that would be it for me. But yeah, there's a lot of cool lightsabers out there, especially when you get into some of the EU stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, those would probably be it. The uh, so to wrap up the show, uh, for those who don't want spoilers, exit now. Uh, we're going to be talking about Daredevil season two. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we're gonna get we're we're gonna go no holes barred. Uh, probably only be like a twenty minute conversation, I'm sure. But now's the time to check out. Check out now. Do it. Find find your phone. Hit the in ball. ten seconds. Just joking. Like, <laughs> in in you one, got like two. In one hundred seconds, ninety nine. <laughs> um. So here we go. You want to go first? No. Why don't you go first? You go first. How does this work? You go first. I go first. Yeah. Oh, um, stop I it. thought it was a fucking masterpiece, dude. I thought it was really? a fucking masterpiece. I think it is the best superhero television I've ever seen. I love everything about it. I think that it probably could have been 10 or 11 episodes as opposed to 13. Um, but I'm not hating on it. I, f- I feel like, like, okay, let me, let me right, like, uh, stop, stop before you say any more. Cause now I'm going to have fun with this. Mm. I actually thought, that you were not gonna like Electra, that she was. This is this is what I thought you were gonna say. Didn't fuck with her accent. She's too skinny. She doesn't look like Electra. You got tired of looking at Foggy's face. Well, oh, let me talk about Foggy. I think Foggy <laughs> stepped his game way up. Yeah, I agree. I like agree. he seemed like a fucking actor in this thing. Like he, he probably listened to the podcast. Probably did. Thanks for listening, Foggy. Glad we could help. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I. I, I I'll get to Electra, but like, I just want to kind of speak generally. Like, I feel like the 13 episodes that I got was like the uncut director's edition on Blu-ray that I would have been perfectly happy with 
but I feel like for the mainstream, it probably could have gone 10 or 11 episodes and accomplished everything it needed to accomplish. Yeah. Um, but I don't have any complaints. Like I, I, I love the director's cut or what I feel like is the director's cut of what I got. Um, I did end up, end up getting like, you know, the dude that plays blacksmith. Yeah. But he's also like the general in flash. Yeah. So I started fucking that up in continuity in my head. Oh, really? Yeah. I was like, you know, he's the general, I think in Jessica Jones or something. He's like a general somewhere. Else. <laughs> um, so, did, did, did you, uh, did you figure it out before? I did not. Okay. I did not. Um, so let me talk, let's, let's, uh, what, what did you think about it generally? And then, and then we'll go, we'll go kind of character by character. Um, big thing. I, uh, I loved it. I couldn't stop. I couldn't put it down. Okay. Like I, there, there was parts in like Jessica Jones, which I remember were kind of slow at, at yep. times. Yep. Um, and there are parts in the first, in the first daredevil that I, I fought. Like, I felt like in the first daredevil, like I was waiting for him to get the suit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and, and and you didn't know, and I don't think I knew that he got the suit. And how do you like that new helmet, Mac? Oh, dude, the new helmet's perfect. Dude, they got rid of the ears. It was the yeah. best move ever. Yeah. Um. The uh, like my, it's funny because when I saw the suit, like the first time, I liked it. Right. I didn't, I didn't have any issues with it. You know, there's some aspects of like, I know people are gonna think I'm fucking stupid. There, there's some, some there's something about the Ben Affleck suit that I liked. I don't know why. I just, I you know. I didn't. I didn't totally hate that movie. I realize it's bad, but I'm not a huge Daredevil fan. You know what I mean? So like, I don't. Right. I don't. I don't really have that much expectation to go along with it. But you know, th- there was parts of the suit that I just was like, eh, whatever. Okay, this will. This will do. This is sure. fine. This is fine. Um, but yeah, when I saw that, when I saw they they changed that, I thought it was perfect. Um, I, I think that the development of Kingpin, the further development of Kingpin, the further development. Of Matt's uh, bringing Stick back, everything was was fucking perfect. I actually yep. loved Elektra and um, her relationship with Matt. I thought that was a unique. I don't know if that's comic accurate. It's it's pretty accurate in the sense of like this like love hate hate love. Well, I'm lust, talking about I'm talking violence. about like she was basically put in there to spy on him. Oh, well, that I that I don't know. Yeah, like I I I think that's effective storytelling. I really do. And I don't know if it's accurate or whatever. I, I just like, I like that aspect of it. It feels right. Um, I did feel the Colonel, I, I did feel the general or Colonel coming. Like as soon as I saw that guy as a character witness, and as soon as they started talking about the, um, the uh, blacksmith, like as soon as he got in that scene, it was like some no name guy who he thought was blacksmith. I was like, Oh, it's the Colonel. Like I, so I, why do you think, let me ask you this. Why do you think the Colonel didn't sell him down the river in court? I don't know. That's a good point. See, like, like the maybe only because he that, wanted him to get out of jail so he can kill him. This, uh, maybe the only thing I can think of, like, the, like I kind of feel like maybe it was him trying to say, like, like almost make atonement. Well, I mean, at that point too, the the Punisher wasn't killing, didn't know about the blacksmith, right? You know what I mean? So, so he's know, not really a th- direct threat to him. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't a threat. Um. I did, I did, I mean, that one, I mean, the Punisher was, I thought was perfect. Oh my God, dude. He's perfect. Fucking on the money. Yeah. Like, I'm not a huge, I'm not a huge Punisher fan either. If we're getting to that point, I want to go character by character. Okay, let's go, let's let's do it. Daredevil. It's happening. I thought he's perfect. I think Charlie Cox is perfect. I think that he, he embodies everything with Daredevil. My only criticism is I felt that he was a little bit 
powered down in this in in this edition. Like I felt like he was more power. Like there's more representations of his powers. I didn't like the one thing I didn't like is that he couldn't like track the ninjas because they were like masking their heartbeats. Yeah, well, I wonder if that it doesn't have anything to do with them being zombies. Yeah, and and that's like the, that's like the one thing that I was kind of holding out on because it was hinted at, but it wasn't really discussed, and you don't really right. know. So if they're all like brought back to life, um, and and I I'm I have a sneaking suspicion as you probably do too, like the the one dude's son who died, um, you know he's like I'm ready. I, it's probably because they're gonna bring them back. You know what I mean? Right. They're they're you know they're buying into the whole religion and and I didn't mind that because I mean they're like we've already been introduced of you know supernatural things in this universe, so I'm good to go with that. Right. Um. So I all right. So we both love the new helmet. And I think, I, dude, I'm telling you, I think it's the ears. Yeah. I think it's the fact that it fucking smooshes the ears against his head that makes it look better. Yeah. It's, um, like, a, it's like a net. Like, the, the helmet is like a cap. Yeah. Uh, I like how his nose is exposed. Like, like, the, like, the under part of his nose is exposed. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? I think that was pretty cool. Um, The Billy Club. I loved it. Dude, I loved it. fucking orgasm. Yeah, that was so that was good. Awesome. Um, And the fact that it does everything that you need it to do and... You know what I mean? And it's practical. And, like, uh, I don't know if you caught this, but, like, the stilt man. Yeah. Like, he had, like, blueprints on his fucking table of his stilt man suit. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, if we get a stilt man. <laughs> how crazy is that? Um, okay. So, yeah. He's good to go. Uh, I, I, how'd you feel about him losing his sense of hearing? Uh, from the concussion? Yeah. I was fine with it. So was I. Made and sense. I think I think that actually is a thing. Like, I think that... Like, from time to time throughout Daredevil continuity, like, he's had some hearing issues due to one thing or another, and it's provided, like, a different challenge, a set of challenges and fighting crime. I, I thought that they were going to do more with it. Like, it, you know, it, it didn't really do what it needed to do. It's a, yeah. a bad guy got away, I guess. Um, yeah. I mean, it was, it was fine. Yeah, fine. Um, Punisher. I mean, he was perfect, man. Perfect. I mean, he was like, I, I love, I don't know if Punisher, I mean, I know that Punisher got shot up and, and almost got fucked up, but I don't know if it's in canon how, like, the brain damage. And so basically he's, like, in this constant state of fight or flight or, you know, it's yeah. not fight or flight, but it's in like this constant, like, revved up state. Right. Which I thought was fucking brilliant. Yep. And it's, it ties it, in and it ties in the whole skull imagery to his character. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's so, it's so fucking smart. Yeah. Did you and, did you did you catch a part where he was when he was in the fight, um, in the jail and they were pulling him off? Like the one guy, he like he fucked up his face and the guy was like sitting on his chest, and so there's a bloody like face print on his chest on the white, um, jumper suit. Oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah. Did, you, did but it, I mean, he I kinda, like he, he and he was getting dragged and there's like a puddle of something and like he kind of saw he like look, he, you could see himself like. Looking at the reflection in the puddle. Well, there's a up. ton of like subliminal skull imagery, like throughout that yeah. series. Like even like by the end of it, when he's all fucked up, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And like he's so he's got like two black circles around his eyes. Yeah, and, like, yeah, yeah, two, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like he constantly I, you know looks what like, like a skull. Too about about this show versus the Jessica Jones one is like everybody stayed proper fucked up for a good amount of time. Yeah, you know I mean? and like, like like the wounds lasted. The uh the whole like him coming across the armory at the end and uh you know the the white spray paint for the skull on the and like embracing the Punisher motif yep. and like the fact that he's not like a pretty boy. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like he's not like that guy ain't winning any beauty pageants. No. You know no. what I mean? Like, but I dig that shit. Like he looks yeah. like a fucking he looks like a soldier. Yeah. And like he brought that character to he's, life. He's a marine there, buddy. He brought that character to life in a way that we've never seen, and we've had plenty of Punishers, unfortunately. And like, this is the first time that they have nailed it. Yeah. Yeah, you know, knocked like, it out of the park, and like knocked it uh, out now, of the park. Not only that is that they did enough with his character that we're gonna have a good Punisher series come out of this. I, I oh god, I mean they've already confirmed that, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he's and he's fucking scary. Yeah. Oh yeah. And and, and, and like that fucking conversation that he has with Daredevil, which is like straight out of the books. Yeah. About like the the, the morality and ethics and vigilanteism and and when is the line. And then how that comes back to relive later on where, where he doesn't want Daredevil to kill someone because he doesn't want Daredevil to cross that line. And, like, it's just so good. Yeah. It's so good. It's it's the best character interaction I've seen since the Joker interrogation. I would agree. And then that fucking taping the gun to his fucking hand. Yep, Holy right out shit. of the comic. Right out of the comic. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, let's see, Elektra. So, I did... I. I was thrown off by the accent. And and then like the child version of Electra looks more Asian looking. Yeah. But but once again it's easily easily forgiven to me because like she is just straight Greek, right? No, she's well, I know, I think she's the actress herself. No, the no, the character. Well, in this she's adopted. You know, so Right, but I mean Electra Nachos. Like Yes, that's yeah, she's adopted by in this, she's adopted by Greek people. I don't know if she's Greek oh, in the comic. Oh, okay. You know, I mean, I don't know either. Yeah. But anyway, she, I thought she did a bang up job. I, uh, I thought that the suit was kind of fine-ish. I actually liked. I, I liked how they they kind of got it in there, but I actually preferred her kind of like pseudo ninja outfit. But you know? I think we're um, gonna get the red suit. Yeah, and yeah, now that she's becoming an evil. Yeah, which is, which is all I don't know about the evil demon part, but like she did die in the comics. Frank Miller, Frank Miller created her, and Frank Miller killed her. Yeah, and then like I think even she died in the snow. I could be wrong about that. Um, but you know she's buried in this snow. Well, like, well um, Bullseye kills her though. Yeah, Bullseye kills her. Runs. But she did. But he dies. She dies. Say she she has the side run through her. Yeah. Um. And then she does come back. Yeah. Um. So like I think all that stuff is good, and we're getting Bullseye supposedly. That's what they that's what they want to do next. That's what Charlie Cox said he wants to do next. Is go I mean, it'd be smart. It'd yeah, be smart. it's time. Yeah, I do and, too. It, and it's a smart it's a smart way because it's you know it's it's time. Yeah, you know supporting 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 cast. Uh, Karen. Yeah. Good. Good to go. I like her, man. I, I do I, too. I, I liked and, her in in True Blood. You didn't really like her last time though, did you? No, I wasn't crazy about her. I thought she yeah. killed it this time, and I thought that uh, she's got a like, purpose. She's and she her does calling. like she, in the con- she's in the comics, right? And yeah. she and she's, she 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 does work for the bulletin, and right? she does become. Uh, well, she was a receptionist, and I think I'm pretty sure that she did become his love interest outside of outside of uh, Electra. I mean, his love interest. Um, but I thought she did a good job. I thought Foggy did a fucking bang up job. I thought that he was the most improved easily. Like, I totally believed him in every scene he was in this go round. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, what about uh, the, the dude? He's like a big brawler in the comics. The uh, the attorney, the Fisk's Fisk's attorney. Um, I mean he's he's fine. I didn't know. Really I, I thought he was fine. Like yeah. I thought he, he thought he did a good job. 
I, um, I wasn't the, expecting anything from him. No, me neither. The supervisor at the at the bulletin. Yeah, he's awesome. Yep, great job. Um, th- there was something really real about him. I agree. I really fucking dug. I agree. And he just had just enough time to shine. You know, didn't at, like. I almost feel like the caliber of performance that he brought, like was from an actor, like a more famous actor, you would expect from a more famous actor, but the fact that he's kind of unknown to me, it was just enough for him to be a real fucking person. Yeah, you know? I, totally um, I totally agree. I totally agree. Like, in the first movie, they kind of play him as a dick. Yeah. You know, the first first season, but in this season, like, it's like a dick, it's like, it's like a proper dick, like a dick with purpose. Yeah. You know? We love a dick with purpose. Don't we? <laughs> I like to call it a special purpose. <laughs> That's a little jerk reference for you. <laughs> um, anyway, but yeah, I, I thought he did a great. Uh, I, I thought that for some reason, even D'Anafrio, I feel like he did better. Yeah, dude. Like, um, I was really impressed by him. Yeah. Because I didn't really think that we were going to get much out of him. You know, I, I knew that he was going to be in jail, and I didn't think that he was going to be getting out in jail. But that there's that one little scene at the end there where, like, you know, he touches that little cut in his lip, and he wants to file a Murdoch. Um, Do you think he knows? I think he. I think he's gonna figure it out. I think he knows. I don't think he knows. I think he has his suspicions. I think he knows because shit. Now I've forgotten why I think he knows. Um, I think. I think. I, I think he's. I think he's. I think the reason why he's asking for everything on Murdoch is because he's pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. But I mean, I think that Murdoch played that scene well. Yeah. Um, I. I will. My only complaint is. You know, when Karen gets rescued before the rooftop scene and she's sitting there like holding his face, how does she not know that he's Daredevil? You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I understand, like, like don't get me wrong, I, I can understand. Did you see what Henry Cavell did here recently? He yes, walked around, around Times He walked around Times Square with a Superman shirt on and nobody recognized him. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And that shit is true, man. Like, like you know, if anybody's ever worn a uniform before, and like you, somebody you see every day with a uniform on, and then you take a uniform off, and they see that that person like will never fucking recognize you. You know what right. I mean? Um, and so like th- that's it, it's realistic to me that you yeah. know. But somebody you're intimate with, somebody that you like kissed before, you know, like that's one thing they did very well in that Green Lantern movie. She's like, I've seen you naked since you were 12. You think I can't tell you because I can't see your cheekbones? Right. You know what I mean? Like that's some true shit, you know? And and it, and it kind of like, it 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 goes after that silly ass concept of secret identities that are that are still in comic books, um, if you don't have a full mask. But like, but I think uh, there is still enough there. I think there's still enough there for why she wouldn't assume. Yeah, I mean it it, it didn't pull me out of the moment totally. Right. But I was like, I, I thought that she, you know, I was expecting later down the line she'd be like, Matt, I know it's you. And it's almost like she, it's almost like she, she hinted at like you. Like I want to go back and watch the first season. I was like, I was like, because I was like watching. It's like, does she know? Right. You know? Because there's there's parts that she kind of she kind of hints at. Like, well, it's funny. There's sure. there's parts in it where I thought that she thought that uh, that Matt might be the Punisher. Maybe. There, there's a couple scenes early on where like they're trying to figure out who the Punisher is, where the Punisher is, and all this Punisher shit is going down. And then she shows up at his house, and he's all bruised and battered. Yeah. She, and she's like, "What is going on with you?" You know, where I was like, maybe she thinks that he's the Punisher. I think that I think that you know we have a, we had a cliffhanger there, so we don't know, um, what what's going to happen with that. But I I I am willing to guess that she's going to be like, yes, I know for 
I think that she's gonna. I think that she's gonna say, "I've known since that time you, you first saved me." I don't yeah. think so, but we'll see how that plays out. Maybe. Um, or maybe she's had her suspicions. And then, uh, lastly, what did you? How'd you feel about the hand? And and how'd you feel about the hand and the mysticism? You no. know, I, I'm okay with it. I mean, like I said before, we've already established that this is a fantastic universe. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've got Agents of Shield going on. We've got Jessica Jones going on. I mean, we've um, got fucking space aliens coming down and attacking. And we got, yeah, we got fucking you know Norse Norse gods. Right. So having some kind of you know magical bell-looking thing that brings people back to life somehow, some way, um, I'm fine with it. I I, I, I liked I like Nobu's. I like the fact how they brought him back. And I don't feel like they went overboard. Nope. You know what I mean? I feel like they gave you just enough where it's like where where you don't want to be like this is goofy, but you're kind of like I'm not sure about this. See how it plays out. Yeah, I like the lawyer from. Um, from Jessica Jones is back, Trinity. Yep. Yep. Um, I think that's that's going to be you know kind of coming out well. Uh, did you notice at the very end when he went into the office, how across the the hallway was Alias Investigations? Oh, I did not. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure it is. I I I don't want to go back and check that. I might be you know, spreading lies here, but I'm pretty sure it is. And and like I need to go back and watch because the office like. When they shot that angle, that looked different than any other offices. So I'm like, are they in a new office now? Because the alien, the, the alias investigation was her apartment, so maybe she got a new right place. Maybe she just moved I in. I did see a ton of like Avengers Easter eggs, like yeah, the, in the like newspaper the, stuff, like yeah. all that. Like, that was from the first one. The the, the they actually you actually saw the Chitari big monster, like laying out on a building. Yeah, but there's like there's a lot of different headlines about Avengers stuff in there. Oh, really? Yeah, like like all like a lot of those things that are framed all over the walls, like especially when they're walking down the hallways of the. I didn't notice that. Yeah, there's stuff in there. Well, I, I will say one thing about this, this, uh, and I'm gonna go back and watch season one and season two, is that like, like I I wanted to like get like watch this so so bad. I watched it so fast. Like I literally was like walking around my cell phone like listening to it and watching it. So I wasn't watching on a big screen. I probably robbed, my, robbed myself because the story was so good. Yeah. I like couldn't I couldn't put it down. And I, and I finished this thing really quickly. So there's that. Um did and then uh lastly, uh Luke Cage trailer. Uh if you want to call it a trailer. Right. <laughs> Fucking worthless. <laughs> it was um, I mean, I Netflix, like, I like Netflix that, back up to their old tricks. Yeah, they're trailer, they're trailer garbage. I mean, like, dude, I, 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 if Netflix came out tomorrow and said, "Hey, listen, you know these these seasons are going to be, you know, you pay ten bucks to get the season," I would do it instantly. Like it was additional charge. Yeah. Oh yeah. Me too. Now, now this is like, one thing. Like, I, like, like back to the kind of like, time back to that conversation. It's I want to say to Netflix, what do I need to do so that you guys just do this permanent? Yeah, you know, like now, how, how can I get more of this? One thing I want to say about Luke Cage, I don't want to speculate too much because I'm sure it'll be fine. But for me, like if you were to ask me, like what's interesting about Daredevil, I could go on and on and on, right? But if you're like, what's interesting about Luke Cage? Like the only thing I want to tell you is that like what's interesting about him is that he has a superhuman wife that doesn't want him to be a superhero. Like, and so, like, I kind of want them to get into that, but I'm sure they're going to take their time on that because once they do that, then Jessica Jones is out, you know. I, I actually, um, I went back and did, like, a lot of research on Luke Cage uh, during, like, after the Jessica Jones thing and how, like, what is it, what is that movement it's called? 
feel horrible that I don't know the proper name of this, but it's like, it's like um, this movement to put a lot of, of, of black content in media, like more commercials focused to black audiences, more movies focused to black audience, and people like capitalizing on it. Um, and I, 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 it's like black ex, not ex, uh, ex exploitation, exploitation film. That's it. That's a, but that's like from the seventies. Yeah. 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 yeah, Like he was, you know, he was on the, the trail end of that with the comics, you know, like he is still like, like he is like the first headline, you know, black superhero that kind of had his own book type of thing. Um, and like he had like the hit, I suggest we, we, We'll do an episode about it. There's there's a couple cool like little mini documentaries on on like YouTube and stuff about him and about like you know the writers that came in that that, that started him out and then it, it changed. He went away and came back a couple times. It's pretty interesting, like the hmm. history behind that. Um, Lastly, because um, oh Daredevil, real quick, just to wrap it up, out of ten. Oh, eleven. Yep, I give it a ten. Yeah, I give it a fucking ten, dude. Like, and for me to give a TV show a ten. It's fucking something. Yeah, because it's not it's not real TV. <laughs> that's, that's probably true, and it's a short season, right? Yeah, that's um, yeah. There it is. See, thirteen episodes. He says too long. <laughs> that's true. Well, fucking. And at the same time, I, I didn't say it's too long. I just said I could see how someone could say it's too long. Uh, Jessica Jones. Right. So, lastly, to close the show down with, before the storm that is coming, let's do some predictions. All right. Now. If you know the answers to these fucking questions, I hate you. <laughs> you hate me? I hate you. I don't know. I don't know the answers to the questions. All right. I don't know uh, the answers to the questions out of anything but me just putting pieces together from trailers. Nothing's been read or confirmed. Well, you, you said you did spoil a few it, things. It just, no, it's just, it's just one main thing, but it's got nothing to do with plot. Okay. Well, this isn't necessarily plot stuff. Okay. okay. Um... So, too many characters, percentage-wise. How do you feel you're going to feel after the movie? Um, I think that I'm going to feel like we could probably go without a character or two. Give me what? a number. What do you mean? Like a nine, 9 out of 10? Yeah, no, like a percentage. I've 10%, pr- 10% prediction-wise, do you think when you walk out of there, what's the percentage you feel like you'll think there's too many characters? Well, let me finish my statement. I think that there would probably be let's say 10% too many characters, but I'll be happy that they were there. Okay. Knowing me. Cause I'm, I'm going to say, I'm going to say 75%. Okay. I'm going to say 75%. I feel like there was just too much, too many characters. That's a lot. That's a lot of, that's, that's like, think about that now. That's four people. You need three of them are gone. No, 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 no. It's just like, no, no, no. It's just, it's just, my expectations, my predictions for how I will feel when the movie oh, is okay. over. Oh, okay, okay, all right. I'm, I thought you were talking about the percentage of characters. So let, no. me, let me restate that then. Okay. Uh, I'm probably in a 40, maybe okay. 45. 45, I'll give you 45. Okay, um, that there was just too many plot lines, since that seems to be another reoccurring thing. Too many plot lines for me, or too many plot lines for, for the you. average? For you, I don't for you. think so. I think I'm going to be quite happy with the... So you go zero percent? Uh, I'll go one percent. One percent. You are 1%. the one percent. That's right. You're, you're a DC elitist. <laughs> I, I actually, I think we are. I'm going to go. Safe uh, to say that we are. I'm going to go thirty-five percent. I don't think that's going to be my issue here. Okay. Um, Does it sound like you're very confident? Uh, fairly confident. 
Seventy-five percent confident. <laughs> no, you said thirty-five percent. So sixty-five percent confident. Right. So thirty-five percent. I feel like thirty-five percent. I will feel like there's too many plot lines. Okay. So seventy-five percent of me will feel like there's that, not. That's sixty-five percent. That'd be one hundred sixty-five percent. Right. Right. Sixty-five percent. All right. I'm gonna do that. We'll do that. Yep. Um. I, I'm gonna start posting your fucking spelling. I am. Screen, I'm gonna screenshot all of your spelling errors. <laughs> Why's he gotta to, be tit for tat, man? Why you gotta be that guy? Because I'm that guy. I am that guy. I'm definitely tit for tat. Um, all right. So let's see what else. Uh, that that Zod is doomsday. Um, hundred percent. Is that based on spoiler bullshit? No. Nope. Nope. Right. Um, it, it, there, it's not. It's not based on any spoiler bullshit you and I haven't talked about. I, no new information on that. Okay, I'm going 50%. Yeah, I'm, I'm 100%. I'm 100% on that. Zod is Bizarro. Uh, 0%. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go 50%. Um, is there any other main questions that we had about this fucking thing? Uh, that, uh, that Batman isn't Bruce Wayne? <laughs> percentage that you're going to like Lex. Ooh, mm. I'm I'm gonna say seventy-five. I am gonna say twenty-five. Okay, that's fair. Um, good night, Mister Wayne. And I'm trying to think if there's any. Say good morning, Mister Kent. Let's. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, let, let's 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 do this one. That. Oh, uh, how about that? That we see the Justice League. Nah, that's 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 region. Let's do this one. This, that we will be satisfied seeing the big three on screen. Oh, I'm 100%. 100% on that. I am going to say 60%. What? Because 60? Because, because I'm worried about the other things, and when it finally gets to it, I'm going to be like... Yeah, this, it's, it's, it'll, pull, it'll pull you back in. Then I'm going to be like, this is a mess. <laughs> Somebody, somebody get the fucking. Maybe bleach. the sh- maybe doing this show isn't good for us. Somebody get the bleach. Well, I, I, I think that I think that like I think that mine are pretty fair. You know, like like I'm somewhere like I I told you I'm I'm fifty fifty on this fucking movie. I know, and, and I feel God like my damn reviews, man, they jade us. And I feel like my my results here are on average about fifty percent. Okay, you know, I guess I got some thirty five. You know, but I also got some 35 in a good way, 75 in a bad way. You know, 25% in a bad way, and then 50, 50, 60. So, yeah. I'd say overall, I'm pretty optimistic here. And then we'll see how it plays out tomorrow, my man. Yes. Tomorrow. yes. So, shout-outs real quick to our uh, podcast and crime. Uh, ROC, Enter the Realm, the Realm of Collectors. Uh, all those guys over there, great guys. And Toy Detox, uh, Brave and Tyler, I hope to be talking to you guys soon, as well as Swage, who sometimes is on the show and sometimes isn't, but will always have my <laughs> eternal love. Um, yeah, he I heard, actually, I heard, uh, I heard Oscar on there the other night. Yeah, Oscar's been on there. Deluxe yeah, has been on there. Sweet. We haven't been on there. Yeah, what's up with that? I don't know. Conspiracy. It's, it's okay. It's fine. I'm, I'm fine with it. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, but It's the only show I'm allowed to be on anymore. <laughs> yeah, because I'm not Chris, allowed to do beer and boulders anymore. Chris won't have you on beer and boulders. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, uh, the 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 toy detox guys—they're they're a good group, they're a good group of dudes. And Swage one time did something real gentlemanly, uh, and he will forever have my my respect. 
Yeah. Um, and then uh, if you want to hear me talk about giant fucking robots every Friday, you can tune into Shattercast Uncut. And if you want to hear Mr. Rustman talk about um, some mortals, which what is what am I referencing there? Um, it's it's Christopher Walken, right? Mo- uh, it's Batman Returns. Is it? Yeah, little mortals. He says oh, models. Oh yeah, you're very, right. You're right. Yeah. Um, I knew I've been doing it when I've when I've, listened, <laughs> I can't do it right now. when I've listened to the show. I've been like, "What am I referencing?" Um, but yeah, it's uh, Ben Returns. Kevin Spacey is still the best Christopher Walken, you know, impersonation. Yeah, no doubt. Oh, and that dude what Jay. Do really, what do you mean you never heard of the Millennium Falcon? The I can't dude, do it right uh, now. I gotta get dude, in the zone. The dude from Suicide Kings. Yeah, he did pretty good. Um, and outside of that, make sure you uh, write us and Facebook us. We're the Nerd Rage Radio with the Screaming Face. Yeah, uh, Nerd Rage Cast. At Nerd Rage Cast on Twitter. At Nerd Rage Radio. Shout out to Dante, who handles our Facebook. It does a tremendous job. And shout out to Raul, who's kicking ass on Instagram. I think he's already got like over 100 followers on Instagram inside of a week. So. Yeah. Um, work. Yeah, he's, and he's been killing it. Like, they're, they're both. Like, I don't know. I, I, I don't know how we fucking landed on, on – I mean, we, we've known Dante forever, but I don't know how we landed on this Raul character, but this dude has earned his seat at the table, no doubt about it. Oh, yeah. Is he coming to um, Skullfest? Yeah, I've invited him. He said he's going to try to make it. He's, he's up in PA, so. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah, man. Um, and, uh, yeah, follow us on Instagram at, at Nerd Rage Radio, uh, on Twitter at, at Nerd Rage Cast, on Facebook at Nerd Rage Radio with the Screaming Face. There's two Nerd Rage Radios, so look for the Screaming Face. And uh, Nerd Rage – Mail at nerdrageradiomail at gmail.com, I think is our. Sounds right. Yeah, that's fine. Don't worry about it. Just try to contact us if you have a question. We're always looking for yeah, Facebook's the best way to get in touch with this guy. That is true. That's true. All right. We well, you know what they say. Great tits. And a tight dick player. Tight BVS dick. Big okay. BVS head. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot I forgot to tell you what I was going to do. I was going to do special. I was going to do the uh, One Day More song from Les Mis and like, replace like Batman versus Superman lyrics. But, like, uh, at one part, it was like, yeah, but I can't get over that head. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Later, guys. <laughs>